It's all good. It's all fantastic. Oh, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, wasn't ready. That's all good. I I didn't think. Ready? Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. Nice. Something's gone real weird with my phone since we last spoke. I swear to God. I phoned you, yeah, and I I just instantly started screaming because it was like a thousand decibels. Oh. It was loud enough to kill a tiger in an episode of Batman. I'm always slightly concerned about that because I put the headphones in ahead of time, ready for your phone. In. But I'm always like, what is? I mean, is that the right volume or not? And I'm just, I mean, you should do what I do, and I press play on Spotify, yeah. just to get a feel for it. Oh, but oh, then yeah. I, I think, but then I think I've uh, separated my uh, ringer volume from everything else. Yeah, because it used to work together. You know, okay. they're all the same. And I think I separated them because I couldn't hear the alarm and it was pissing me off. And so when I phoned you, it was then five times louder than everything else. I luckily turned it down before you started speaking. And God knows what that's going to sound like on, from my side, because obviously I record yeah. this conversation. I like I, I don't need your file to make this no. chat work. It just sounds an awful lot better if I get it. Yeah. You can. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, so how's your week been? Uh, Six days. Average fine um mm. yeah not much is going on actually except the fact that i thought right it's payday and everything oh, i'm all fine i'm fine and then uh bruce at work mentioned something about um his car needing an mot and i thought oh, i should probably look up to see when my mot is due uh end of the week so yeah i mean if i were <clears> you i'd have been more prepared for that yeah well, well that's the thing because over the last year, I think I've maybe had my car out of the drive-in, what, maybe a dozen times, maybe. Uh-huh. So I had it out the other day, so drove it about, and obviously you've got to watch the brakes when it's been parked up for a while. Um, it's all fine, it's all running good. Remember the issue with the battery always running out? Yes. Well, that seems to have fixed itself. I'm going to try it again this morning, but so far, the last couple of days, it's been fine not, not uh, died. So, nice. That's always good. Yeah, um, you know, you haven't got like a secret <coughs> light on somewhere. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. Um, I've got theories on what it might have been, but I, I'm just making in my head it's just justifying things. Oh, this is probably that or that. I've no idea. I'm not a bloody car man. So. I'm sorry, you failed your adi- uh, audition for Doctor McCoy. <laughs> Why? What? <clears throat> oh, I'm not a car man, Jim. I'm not a car man. No, he don't. No, no, no. not a bones thing. You know, he always used to say, "I'm a doctor, not a." Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I oh, see. I'm still. I thought that was real obvious. I've, I've went. I was this week thinking about mutants and stuff a lot. I've went to Hank McCoy, so I was like, Doctor McCoy. Okay, so yeah. <clears throat> Star Trek did not enter my mind. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Anyway. Fair dues. I mean, I haven't really thought about One Division. I don't really. 
As I say, everyone's going nuts about how good this last episode was, but yeah. I found it kind of slow, personally. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was absolutely... I thought it was great. I, I don't, don't get me wrong, I didn't think it was bad. I like that they finally said that Catherine Han was the bad guy, even though everyone knows she is. No, well, but she's not the big bad. I don't think. Well, no, obviously, I mean, Ralph they, is the big they, bad. Yeah, we all end up being Nightmare or something. I don't know. Whatever. Somebody pointed I had out. a bizarre rumour as to who's <clears throat> playing Ralph, which blew my mind, but I don't know if it's true, so. Ooh. Al Pacino. <laughs> That'd be pretty special if it was. And you go, so is he playing <clears throat> the same character he played in The Devil's Advocate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Oh. Does that mean that's part of the MCU? Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. It's all tied in. If it's a Fox movie, it makes more sense, right? Yeah. It really is a multiverse by that point. Plus, is it called Star? Comes out on Tuesday? Yeah, on Tuesday, yeah. I mean, from what The Guardian is saying, it's just a bunch of shit they've slapped together. But, you know, as I said to you in text, that you you can at least now watch Atlanta in this country. Yeah. And I fucking love Atlanta. That's quite a chunk of content that they're going to put on there. So it's because I think that's one of the issues that they've had with Disney. Pardon me, hiccups. Now, is uh, Disney Plus is that it's quite limited feel. Well, yeah, it's for kids, isn't it? Yeah. And I so mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if we're enjoying shit on it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I enjoyed Flora and Ulysses. It is for children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I just suddenly go to use it. Oh, by the way, here's all of this stuff. Mm. Pretty good. Also, uh, a lot mean, of it seems to be, like, because a lot of it is their uh, their touchstone pictures output. Yeah. And that is dog shit, mostly, isn't it? I mean, but Jesus Christ. Nostalgic dog. Well, I think that's the whole thing that Disney obviously play on is nostalgia. Because, yeah, there is a, quite a chunk of shit in there. But it is mm. a chunk of shit a lot of us grew up watching. Well, don't because, get me wrong. By the end of the mm. year, they're saying there's going to be a, one, an extra thousand... TV shows on Star? Jesus. An extra thousand? Yeah. I mean, that's I a lot. I didn't even know there was that many TV shows. I mean, I did, but I assumed they were all shit, mostly. Probably and did. they're still not going to have any big ones, right? I mean, I, well, the, at the end of the day, obviously X-Files will be on there Yeah. by the end of the year. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, outside of that... I mean, I've already got access to... I bought season one years ago yeah. on iTunes when it was like 99p for the entire season at Christmas. Yeah. I never liked, and I don't think I ever watched it. I never liked ending past. Like, <laughs> I spent a pound on it just so I had it and then never watched any of them. Not even Tombs. Yeah, I don't think I even liked anything that much past the end of season two either. Well, as I say, I don't know what it was with the BBC, but they really fucked with what time it was on. Yeah, shuffled about. Yeah, and then I moved to Scotland, and I feel like in Scotland they shuffled about even more than they did in England. But there was also the issue growing up that BBC Two, and obviously it doesn't affect X-Files, but Channel Four, the signal uh -huh. for them was always more shitty. You could never quite get a decent picture on two or four, and X-Files was on BBC Two. Well, obviously that was just you. I didn't have that problem. I had a lovely picture. Well, even when Channel Five started up north, and I'm talking up north, yeah. so 1995 in the middle of nowhere, we had a great picture on Channel Five. 
So, you know, that was you, mate. That's... Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, now, I remember being like MacGyver boosting my, uh, my uh, granddad's TV signal by just wrapping the uh, aerial in uh, the foil of a Kit Kat wrapper. And then putting it back in, it worked. I'm like, let's check that shit out. Never thought, I'll see you in hell. I never and thought I jumped about out of his putting window. foil in the aerial. Ugh. You know, Where were you when I needed you? Are talking to Kit Kats? See, they're releasing a vegan Kit Kat. I mean, they're they're practically vegan anyway. I mean, there's very little chocolate on a Kit Kat. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice to have the option until the last time I had a Kit Kat. I mean, when I, that when they used to do those cocoa bean ones that are like, you know, pink that I used to give people. Yeah, yeah. Harold was well. They Harold was kicking off about Kit Kats the other day as well because he bought a Kit Kat for his tea, and it was uh-huh. stripy. And he was kicking off about I I, who the hell would buy. Mean, what he was like, who the hell would buy this? And I'm like, well, you did today in your hand right now. So. So was it like two flavours I he just didn't read the packaging? He, or had it gone hot and cold and just dripped a bit? It, it was meant to be. It was whatever, yeah. yeah. But he did tell me, but it was seconds in the conversation and I stopped listening. So I just... I mean, it makes sense. Well, I was, I was busy, I was doing work and he was yapping on about a freaking Kit Kat. So I just went, uh-huh, okay, yeah. Kept typing. No, I get you. I mean, there's plenty of people I talk to who, after a while, I phase out because they're talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in the room, dude. <laughs> well, you're in your room, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I am. That's right. <laughs> a very good point, yeah. Um, how is it 10 degrees today and yet I'm still as cold as when it was yeah, minus no, I've seen, Ridiculous. I've seen that. Like the high this week is supposed to be about 11 or 12. I'm like, what? Balmy summer weather. Ugh. <laughs> right in shorts. Yeah, whoop, whoop-de-doo. Oh, that's... Scream. Hey, get ready, pod listeners, for coming up. for I, Every time we're podcasting, I'll moan about having to mow my grass again. Oh. Every single week, shocking. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, talking about uh, um, shocking events. Hold yeah. on. That wasn't what I was going to say, but I'll say it anyway. I see Kanye and Kim are getting divorced. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, yeah, I did see that and I just went, oh, well, it's about time. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's looked miserable for years, which is saying something, because he seems to be the psychopath of the, yeah, of the, well, the group. I did kind of look at that, and well, I really don't care what that woman or whatever does for a time, but I was kind of like, God, it'd be good for her. Because that whole presidential run and just sort of the crazy stuff he was doing, and I know they've been sort of like living separate for a while, but even then, any time they're in the room, if I was her, I'd just be like, oh, this dude again. So, well, you got to take into account as well. She has uh, her little empire. Yeah, she'll, and is she'll worth be fine. Much, much, much more money than him. Yeah, right. And he will literally have brought her down given yeah. enough time. <laughs> yeah, because well, he, he's been living in his in his ranch in Wyoming for months. I mean, why would he have a ranch? What a cunty I thing! Know. <laughs> I know. As soon as I read that, I was like, 
fucking right. Oh. I, I did read somewhere that he was living on a ranch and he'd taken 500 pairs of trainers. And I'm like, what the fuck does any of this mean? A lot of walking on a ranch. So. No, but that, that sounds as insane. I mean, I've, you know, as I said, there is that uh, interview from years ago yeah. where he says that the first time he earned money, he spent every pair, oh. uh, a penny on a pair of Gucci slippers. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that's you to a thing, See, isn't that's it? the thing as well. You wasteful right. If he's got all those <laughs> shoes with him, right, and they're all these fancy ones, there's no mm-hmm. way he's walking about on that ranch. Because I think of ranch and I think, again, dusty, dusty trails, um, a few cows knocking about, horses and things. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's probably the kind of ranch that like um, Clint Eastwood would have. Yes. I don't, can't picture in my head what Kanye thinks a ranch is <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see it, I, there must be pictures of his ranch somewhere I'm gonna Google Kanye's ranch I mean it's going to be filthy isn't it I just Kanye's, I'm going to put Wyoming ranch because I'm going to assume he has more than one um, I mean, he doesn't have much money, right? If he had that much money, he wouldn't have been on the uh, how much on could Twitter's ra- a few years ago begging. How, how much could a ranch uh, Mar- be? I mean, <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, two seconds. Enough that. The, um, I mean, let's face facts. Oh, oh, I had to take the headphone out because my ear got insanely itchy. Uh, oh no! Okay, no, his ranch doesn't look that dusty. Um. Quite green looking. Weird. It looks like, you know, I don't know if I ever bored you with holiday pictures. But I find it unlikely. I, I, I would have been like, oh, okay. I think it was in Arizona where we went to Jasper, which is normally a, a ski town thing, but we went there when there was no snow because it was just a stopover overnight. And all ski their, town. And all their sort of like, Houses and things look like sort of ski chalets and stuff. What this mm-hmm. ranch looks like, except it's surrounded by grass. Here's the, I mean, this is very racist of me, but I assumed he'd have a basketball court. <laughs> I mean, maybe he does. It's just well hidden. Well, it maybe must, it's inside. But it's, this ranch is a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be as well. <coughs> Tiny. Yeah, but remember, he doesn't have any money. And even then, Kim has all the money. Things are all cheap. I mean, she has all the money. I mean, also, it's like, he does. There's hasn't one. She got like a. Isn't she like a billionaire? Also, yeah, I'm sure both her or, or and Courtney are yeah. both individually billionaires. Here's the one thing. The one thing I do like about his ranch. There's a picture of the inside, but it's got one of those. It's like a huge room. It's got the big fireplace and like it just. It imagine. You know where they stayed in the great outdoors? The Dan Aykroyd yes. John, uh, candy movie. Yeah, no, no, how, <laughs> how the inside they're sort of like lodged thing. There's the big sort of like family space thing where they've got the fireplace and everything. Just sort of like yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. big sitting room. It's got one of those. And that's pretty cool. Okay, but just other than that, there is no way anyone's getting that reference point, dude. I'm, the fact that I knew this what is, it was this is insane. this uh, this is just good. who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan listens, he'll get a great outdoors reference. Okay. 
I thought I don't. I you still know. didn't listen to our six-hour episode. No, I'm only halfway through that myself, so I'm using it as a catch-up. <laughs> I can remember. I can just suddenly go. Wow, I've said the same thing those last three episodes in pretty much exactly the same word order. Uh, I don't. I, don't know, I wasn't even paying attention. I, I just dropped him. I, don't I get, didn't even listen. To him. I don't get out much. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So yeah, can use Wyoming rant. Just kind of. Mm. Oh, well, that's oh. fine. He can say there, Flex. And. And. I'm sorry, I'm chewing some uh, veggie jerky. Yeah. And I thought of a spin off of uh, APPC of a sort. All right. Because we do pilots, right? Yeah. But you know what we've never done? Final episodes, no? No, okay. no, no. What? Backdoor pilots. Um, you know, no. you know backdoor pilots, right? No, that's where like they bring a character into a show, um, for one episode, and then right there you go. Mork and Mindy yeah. started off on Happy Days. Yeah, okay. That is a backdoor pilot. Okay. You bring the character in. You see how people like him, and then you, yeah, and then you go on, right? Yeah. So there's an episode of Gilmore Girls where you follow Jess. You know Jess, the guy who's now in This Is Us and like Heroes and shit. I'm nodding. Uh, well, anyway, that he goes uh, just visit his dad and his stepmom, or his mum and his stepdad, or something, yeah. for the whole episode, and no one else is in it, and it's basically a pilot for another show. The yeah. uh. Bef- the penultimate episode of Arrow right. was set in the future with a new Arrow. And that was obviously a potential spin-off that never went anywhere. Yeah. Um, and also, that makes sense, talking of Arrow, there's an episode in season two or three where Barry Allen comes into it. Mm. And that's what they used to spin off into The Flash. Right, okay. you know, yeah, and there's a lot of backdoor pilots like that. I'm sure there's a, I'm sure you could say the the lone gunman in X Files because they had their own oh, show, yeah, and also Millennium. I feel was spun out of X Files as well. I was, you know, Lance Henriksen, and he was like, wasn't he like psychic or something? It was also by Chris Carter, oh, anyway. Sorry, I just leaned on the. Mic stand. Jesus Christ! What is that noise? Yeah, I, you dragging out a body quickly. I leaned on the mic stand and it fell. So, I can, quick note to myself: don't lean on the mic stand. I mean, that's a, it's a I mean, good note to make. Seems I mean, now. you seem even more tired than last week. No, this is me just up. I'm, I'm awake. I'm fine. I mean, it doesn't sound. I'm, like I'm just I'm waiting for the <laughs> I'm waiting for the caffeine to kick in. I'm drinking iced coffee drink. But uh, you know, last we talked on Sunday, as I say. Mm-hmm. And we talked for about an hour and 30, an hour and 35 minutes. Yeah. That episode is 54 minutes long. Yeah. It's one of the most brutal edits I've ever done. <laughs> because oh. between every single word, both of us are silent for half the time. <laughs> well, it's, it's been... A... Just, it just, uh, it's just the two of us, neither of our brains working. Oh, it's been a weird couple of weeks, though. There's been nothing going on because we were either snowed in or 
say this last week, nothing seems to have happened. Like, less than normal. And yet it was a fairly normal week. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been... We spoke last Sunday, so it's not even been a full week, and it was like 10 days before that that we chatted. And then... Um, I only spent 12 hours at work. It's been 12 hours. <laughs> That'd be a fucking terrible podcast. Oh, that'd be a worse movie. It well. starts with a sample of one week, but it's not allowed to be one week. It also, could be any amount of time other than it. Also a worse movie, rather than sort of 12 years of slave, 12, 12 hours at work. I mean, somebody's <laughs> definitely had it a lot worse than the other. Note to self. <laughs> Someone do a one week but reworked as twelve years a slave. No. I don't. I, we definitely aren't allowed to do that. No, unless we sing the song from the point of view of uh, one of the many racists in that film. Yeah, like maybe if we do it from the point of view of like Michael Fassbender. Yeah. he played a, a a wonderful racist in that film. I think Actually, he might he, he might have been the nice racist. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, that makes it. That you know, like the you know Mickey Mouse Steamboat Willie racist. Mickey Mouse Steam. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a saving that's saving Private Ryan, right? They meet they meet the good Nazi, and you can tell he's a good Nazi because he's like toot toot Steamboat Willie. <laughs> 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 okay. I need to watch that now. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're talking of things I need to watch. When we're finished here today, uh-huh. I have lined up on Prime Video Weekend at Burns. Uh-huh. Good for you. Yeah. Cost me four oh, quid. We should do an audio commentary to Weekend at Burns. Last year it was four ninety nine. So five fiver. I was like, yeah, I'm having that. I mean, you know the craziest thing in the world? Yeah. I think there is a sticker on my VHX, uh, VHS box. Yeah. And I think it said it was four ninety nine. <laughs> well, there you go. It's not even an HD, it's SD as well. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no, there's definitely no HD in the world of Weekend at Bernie's on VHS. <laughs> I know, but even on Amazon Prime, though, there wasn't an option for HD. I'm like, oh, come on. Hmm. <laughs> Fiver for something that's no HD. Yeah, well, done now. Well, once you've watched it, you know what we could do? Yeah. It'd be nice. We could test out the Discord. All right, yeah. Right? And, um, you know, we're just the two of us. Yeah. And you could stream it your end and stream it on the Discord. Right. However that works, I don't fucking know. It's the same as Twitch, right? Yeah. I don't know how that so, works either. So it's, no, but you at least read up on it, so I thought that I'd be giving some more information that oh, way. Oh, it went in one ear and straight out the other. Well, it wasn't even ear because I was reading. Well, it went um, in your eyes at least. It went in my eyes and out my ears. <laughs> and, uh, well, I, I assume it was that was going to hit my ears. There was a lot of blood. Well, you know what? Oh, let's, let, fuck that. We All I say is we can count in, you yeah. know, like we do, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. and then we can both press play on Weekend at Bernie's at the same time. We can chat over it. Cool. So it becomes like an audio commentary for a change. Yeah. Because that would be nice. Yeah. It can be the first of our Patreon content that no one buys. Exactly, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> just tell people. Just you go. ever notice that? People, people who have Patreons, they only seem to do audio commentaries. Yeah. Like, even, like, if you do blank check Patreon. Yeah, it's just... They just watch the Marvel movies. Or they just watch, like, whatever. You yeah. know, like the... Um, Gawley uh, and Rust have been watching Predator and doing commentaries. Not really for any reason. I no. mean, they're on Alien at the minute in the show, but they're already running quite thin. I love the I love the show, but obviously it started out talking about Friday the 13th. Yeah. Then went to Halloween. Then went to Nightmare on Elm Street. And then went to Alien. Yeah, that's quite a jump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even no I can't even see how that's related I mean sort of they they are slasher yeah. adjacent but I mean at least the other one kind of link the others but yeah but how many franchises are there really you know what I mean I think they just have to get to a point where they can just get a nice chunk of horror films that sort of feel of One Piece you know yeah like, they should do The Thing and that Thing prequel that no one watched. I haven't even watched it, I don't think. Remember Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in it? You know, Ramona Flowers herself? Yeah. I feel like she did it before she was Ramona Flowers. That's how long ago it was. I've still never watched The Thing all the way through. I mean, I, I set it up after Weekend at Bernie's, mate. And then after that... Weekend at Bernie's 2, Hawaiian Vacation, or whatever it's called. Find that on Amazon Prime, I don't think it's there. I'm pretty sure you can watch it for free on YouTube, Weekend at Bernie's 2. Sure, probably just to see if Weekend at Bernie's was on there for free before I paid a fiver for it, but I didn't even think of that. I'm, I mean, y- you know what? Yeah, you probably should, but I didn't want to mention that because it seemed rude. Oops. <laughs> <clears throat> I might need that fiver for getting my car fixed. I it. <laughs> um, See, of, of, that, that... of that last dozen times I have had the car out <laughs> one of those times was to take it to get MOT'd last year so it should be fine oh no all of Weekend at Bernie's is here on YouTube <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. and has been for a year and no one has stopped anyone from uh... <sighs> oh and all of Weekend at Bernie's 2 is here as well well that's Save me a possible fiver. Uh, all 88 minutes of it. Broke even. <laughs> In my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there Here's you go. The I was looking at sort of notes on my phone. Um, and I don't know why this is on my phone. Well, actually, we'll get to that in a second. There's the um, celebrity birthdays today. I was having a quick look on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So you've got French Stewart's 57. Um, Amazing how everyone ages. Yeah, you've got Brenda Blethen, 75. Yep. It was Rihanna's birthday. Um, it would have been Robert Altman's, but he's dead. He's been dead for like 15 years. Yeah, I know, but it would have been his birthday. That's what I'm saying. Andreas. No, but he's dead. No <laughs> offence. It's not his birthday. No, but it's, I'm saying it would have been. <laughs> um, Andrea Savage. Andrea Savage isn't dead. It's her birthday today. Well, I love Andrea Savage. We all know that. I thought Sidney Poitier was dead, but apparently he's not. Um, Anthony Head as well. So I've just... Uh, Anthony Stewart Head? Yes. 
Nice. I mean, he does go by Anthony. Don't get me wrong. He does nowadays go by Tony Head. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you never mentioned it was Richard Bamer's birthday as well. It's everyone's he, birthday today. I missed that one. Where the, Richard oh, Bamer yeah. from Twin Peaks. He's yeah. 82. Oh, I think I just didn't recognize his picture. Well, it's a very, it's, that, that's a picture of him in uh, West Side Stories. Yeah, so I have no idea why this was on my notes. Have you ever heard of the movie Honky Tonk Freeway? I'm sorry, Conky Tonk Freeway. Honky Tonk Freeway. Con- no, I heard you. Ag- I misheard you again. Conky Tonk Freeway. Honky. Honky Tonk. Honky Tonk. Tonk. No, now that makes sense because that's a phrase. Yes. The reason I was asking so many questions. Honky Tonk was- Freeway. <laughs> was you were only saying things that didn't make any sense. Tonky. <laughs> So yeah, honky tonk freeway. Yeah, I've not. Is it, that is the only note that I have written on my phone, and uh-huh. I don't know why. So I've not even looked up what this is yet. I've just went on IMDb and went. Let's mention that and have a look in case it's something. Well, the, the first picture that comes up seems to be a picture of Peter Billingsley. It, oh yeah, yeah, because he's in it. He's little Billy. Well, he's the because he's the guy from. Um, well, he's John Favreau's friend, right? But he's in A Christmas Story, which I've never seen, but Americans love, right? right? Yeah. And he is a friend of John Favreau's, so he was the first guy to have a cameo in, like, Iron Man. And then he came back as one of Mysterio's bad guys yeah. in uh, Far From Home. I'm having a quick look at the... Just scrolling down there. It had to... This, whatever this is about, it seems to be... Major, uh, not major, a mayor tries to bribe officials to ensure a ramp connects Ticklaw to an upcom- up-and-coming mm-hmm. interst- in- interstate. I think that means interstate. Um, when the plan fails, town residents are forced to take matters into their own hands. Okay. Mm. But it was a budget of $24 million, Uh-huh. And it made two. Well, yeah, because none of us have heard of it. Yeah. I mean, Certainly. the top billed person seems to be David Rash, who I do know from stuff, right? He's a, I feel like he was like, wasn't he Sledgehammer or one of those sort of people in yeah. the 80s? And look, Howard Hessman's in there. Howard Hessman, head of the class. Oh, no, when it was released, the $24 million budget was the most expensive comedy ever produced. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no, that makes sense, because it wasn't until 1984, because Ghostbusters was 25 million, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that was the crazy thing, right? When did movies start to become expensive to be made, right? Yeah. Because, like, Back to the Future, I know you haven't watched it, and therefore, whatever... But Back to the Future only cost $16 million to make. I've seen Back to the Future. I'm actually listening to the blank check on Back to the Future now. I've seen Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. It's the third one I've not seen. I can't remember. I just remember you being like, Back to the Future's shit, and you're like, well, it's you're wrong, but whatever. Not shit, it's just... Not, I, I mean, care. you, you I don't... told me it was shit. You were being provocative, obviously, that day. Okay, well, yeah, it's kind of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to be argumentative by being... Arg- oh, what? never mind. Yeah, the problem with being argumentative is that you, if you say, 
on one day I said this and on the other day you said the exact opposite. You're being argumentative with at least yourself. Oh, oh well. Oh, here's the, now, look through some of the trivia stuff. So apparently its original budget was supposed to be about two to three million, but then it ballooned to 25. Um, I mean, that is a, that is a ballooning, right? Yeah, if it's supposed to be three million and it becomes ten times more expensive. Apparently it was supposed to be funded by some tax avoidance scheme. Mm-hmm. That fucked everything else up. Uh, I do like Terry Gar though. Terry Gar's in it as well. Where's the thing? So but, you know Terry Gar, right? She's in Young yeah, Frank. She's, uh, yeah, Young Frankenstein. Uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Here's like, apparently the produ- this producer something sold the rights to its distribution before. Universal or something. I forgot. I lost. Mm-hmm. I lost a bit before they'd even said that it was going to be released. So they got pissed off. So they went right. Well, you've already. You're going to make your money off of that. So we're not advertising it at all. We'll stick it in some theaters for a week, and that's it. Fuck your movie. Eh. I mean, w- way to kill a movie, Universal. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know why that was in my notes. I mean, me neither, because it doesn't seem to have any sort of relevance to anything. No. Oh, Bridge, isn't it? So what? Daniel Stern <laughs> as Hitchhiker. Oh, yeah, it was 1981. I think that means it's before um, Frank and Weenie, for fuck's sake. You know, Frank, well, no, I suppose Diner would probably. When was the. What's the earliest film I can think of with Daniel Stern? Probably Diner, yeah, with Steve Guttenberg and uh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. That's like. But that's like 83, I want to say. 82 is Diner. And then when was Frank and Weenie, which is the. The short. Oh, yeah, so this. Yeah, this is before Diner. Um. Uh, Frank and Weenie, which they only want to show us the other one. Can you show us the first one? 1984. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's basically Daniel Stern's first thing. Yeah. Everything else was just, I mean, it didn't even get, oh, he got a name in his first thing, Breaking Away in 1979, never heard of it. He played Cyril. After that, he's just like, student two, crazy kid, actor, Harry Krishna. <laughs> yeah, he's not even getting names. At 1980, it's my turn. He played Cooperman. I don't even know what that means. I'm clicking on that. So he plays Cooperman. Cooperman. Sorry, I don't quite know what's going on. I I can't quite hear you today. No. As well as normal. Mm. Because that's the second time I've had to go, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) And and you're pretty loud in my headphones as it is, so I don't know. It's just... I'm moving the uh, the mic from the headphones around a bit. A bit is that better? That's not bad. You know who? Uh, I I don't know if you're still looking at breaking away, but look who's fourth build. Oh, oh, I wasn't even looking at breaking away. I was looking at uh, my turn. I'll go back to breaking well, away. So breaking well, no, away. I'll just, break, I'll just tell you. I've got you, Jackie L. Haley. L. Haley. See, I never remember names. You know the bad oh, guy from the Tick, who was yeah. like also Freddy Krueger. Okay. And he was also Rorschach, Rorschach yeah. right? But obviously he was a child actor and he started out in, like, the Bad News Bears or something like that. Right, look at the picture of him. 
I mean, he was a very ugly child <laughs> actor. I mean, it's quite impressive. He looks like him out of uh, Mask. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's got a hip bone for a chin. Yeah, this is it's all gone wrong. Talking to people look weird. This is very weird, and, and I won't mention names that somebody I work with. I've been trying to figure out who this person at work reminds me of, and it only mm-hmm. just struck me today. It's uh, Princess Fiona's ogre form from Shrek. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. hey, if this person at work painted themselves green, yeah, that'd be a good Halloween costume. I'm not sure how Get I'm going to. Gonna, I'm not sure how I'm going to bring it up in conversation and suggest it to them. But I will. Fair dues. You watch Flora and Ulysses yet? No, well, you mentioned it before and then you've mentioned it twice today or three times, including text. Still not sure what it is. It's a children's film. I didn't really want to spoil it, right? Because the business in it is like, if you just watch it, I yeah. laughed out loud. I don't laugh out loud, loud to many things, right? Yeah. But it does. It, it's basically a kid's film, right? And it's about a 10-year-old oh, girl who finds a squirrel, right? Yeah. Her neighbour is a is a 10-year-old boy who keeps describing uh, his condition as hysterical blindness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm seeing the people in it. But the like- important... Well, this is what I'm saying. Her mum is Alison Hannigan. Her dad is um, Ben Schwartz. Yeah. The comic book guy is Bobby Mo- Moynihan. Yeah. The woman who runs the cafe is Kate McCucci. And the guy trying to catch the squirrel, who obviously is the bad guy of sorts, is Danny Pudi from yeah. Community. Yeah. And, it, and there is so much good business in it. If only, like, obviously improv bits by Ben Schwartz where him and the blind kid will do something and he'll put his hand up for a high five and just clap his own hands together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Talking to Ben Schwartz, well, had you ever watched, it's from a few years ago, and it was on, like, Funny or Die or something, but it's, um, there's only, like, six episodes. They're all on uh, YouTube. Oh, the morning show. Yeah, the uh, earliest. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, did you watch the hour and change of outtakes? No, I haven't watched that yet. I've only just watched That's the... very good too. But yeah, he's just a very depressed man coming to terms with shit over a week. Yeah, and I think it's at the fifth episode where Middleditch is on it. Yeah. That interview section with him and Middleditch is like him getting them onto his knee <laughs> is probably one of the best things I've ever seen on YouTube. I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. And what what is that for? Because it's an advert, isn't it? I mean, that, it is. Yeah, it's Pe- sponsored by Captain Crunch. Yeah, and it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but that, that's one thing, right? I don't want to come off like some sort of cunt. Yeah. But uh, watching Ulysses and Flora, Flora and Ulysses, yeah. I, I kept saying, how could these people be husband and wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right? And the crazy thing is, Alison Hannigan is only 45 years old. Yeah. Right? And Ben Schwartz is shockingly thirty nine. Yeah, I figured. But you know, I, I feel was... like he hasn't been around very long. No. And she was in My Stepmother Is an Alien in nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Oh. 
And before John Raffio, I feel like we only heard of Ben Schwartz on, like, Comedy Bang Bang. And yeah, stuff. that was pretty much it. Mm. And, you, you know, he must have been one of the... Accidentally, no offence to Ben... I love the guy. Yeah. But he, he was one of the most successful out, uh, actors of last year, really, right? Yeah, well... Because of Sonic. Yeah. One of the only films that came out. And I feel <laughs> like it made more money than anything else. the last film I saw in the cinema. Yeah. Birds of Prey was my last film, I think. Look forward to seeing Sonic 2. Hopefully in the cinema. I mean, they, that, it's not like they go... Well, yeah, that'll be the next film you watch in the cinema because we're getting nowhere. Yeah. Oh, um, I found my wallet. Oh, you did? Oh, where was it? I mean, I didn't find it. Oh. It was in the first bus train station uh, collection, lost uh. and found. Uh. I went for a walk and picked it up. Oh, so, and then on the way back... You lost it again. I went to Morrison's. Yeah. And Morrison's vegan section is very good. Morrison's where? Morrison's... I don't know, near the... Near the... Near... Uh, near School Hill. You know? Off King Street. All right, okay, yeah. Oh, because my mum went there and she couldn't find, she found barely anything. Oh well. oh, well, no, I'll there is to, like, there's three big freezers. Oh, well, yeah. Um, so she was blind, I can, I can see, Well, she is blind, I can see how she messed. messed it up. was down the same aisle as the ice cream. Okay. Though the ice cream, ironically, isn't vegan. Anyway, <sighs> they have a thing called a, I don't know how you'd spell it, but it's Z asterisk N-G-E-R. So like a zinger, but not a zinger. Oof. What shape is right? that? Um, well, yeah, considering an asterisk to me is an asshole. Yeah, but also the... Yeah, no, okay. N-G-E-R after you're like, whoa. What? I mean, you definitely need to wake up, man. There's nothing racist about it. <laughs> I mean, saying, I've never walked into KFC I'm just saying an innocent and, kid. and said a racial slur instead of a name of a burger. I'm just, no, but with the asterisk, just being in its own, an innocent kid walking past could have a very bad mispronunciation accident. But there's a Z to start. But there's a, after it's a space, and then... No, never mind. No, but there's, <laughs> there's not two Gs or anything. There's I'm, not anything... I'm just going to pronounce it weird. No. That's all you. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... It was, the way, it was the way you spelt it out as well. The way you spelt it out. You, well, that's how it's spelled. I'm, I'm saying, but you could have... I'm, I'm, I'm saying... There's no blame here. It's just... I'm saying it was. <laughs> it was you you spelled it out dodgy. Oh, I didn't. It's a zinger. But, well, it's you could have just said that. You should have just said words. a zinger, but the eyes an asterisk. Does you could have said? I like, did you, say that afterwards, and straight away you said I was racist. Good. No, I didn't say we're racist. I was like people out there could mispronounce that. Well, yeah, no, I misinterpret is what you said. But anyway, it's not the point. The point <sighs> is, it tastes like a zinger burger. So shut up. Ugh. There you go. Uh, also, they do uh, some quite nice hot wings. Yeah. But the problem with them is um, um, they're not they're, they're not quite as good. No. Um, and they're £3 for six, which is a little pricey. Yeah, as I was at the I had, um, they had the, the vegan prawn toast in again, which is delightful. I also had... Um, fucking pointless, isn't it? Just have some toast. Prawn toast is fucking dog shit anyway. 
Probably because, obviously, it's one of the few things that make me violently sick because of my seafood allergy. Yeah, well, but you can have this now, and it's not going. It's not got seafood in it, so unless it's psychosomatic, you won't be violently ill. Well, no, I, I, I don't think it is psychosomatic. No, it's not. Saying, I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying if, if suddenly you go, well, this is not seafood. It's just called seafood, and you had it, and then you were violently ill. You go, well, that's weird. I'm but not saying you would. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's obviously something to do with the levels of shit as well, because. I've eaten, like, prawn crackers. Yeah. And I don't get sick. Yeah. And there has to be prawn in there somewhere, because they're called prawn crackers. Yeah. But it's not like they're dripping with prawns, so... One day you find out prawn crackers are made from 100% prawn. How? <laughs> <laughs> bend prawns funny and fry them. Oh. <laughs> you have to mash them into a paste. Yeah, you... you you hit them with a tenderized mallet and flatten them out, and then just aim. Just dry them out in the sun. <laughs> mm, healthy. Mm. It's like uh, my sister's my sister's favorite Chinese, which has uh, I don't know if it does vegan, but you know it had gluten and dairy free at the time, right? Yeah. But <laughs> as we pulled up, this is obviously pre-contagion, but you know, <laughs> free. <laughs> pre-pandemic oh. but um you could they had a light on in like a back room yeah like a red light and it went the only thing it lit up was a bucket on the ground that seemed to be just full of random meat mm. <laughs> <laughs> to which i said are you still fancying it and she's like i love it i don't give a fuck it's fine <laughs> and she's allergic to everything so you're like yeah but look it's just like a bl- it's like a horror film back there yeah, the red light Cleanses all. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or you know, Roxanne's there waiting. You, you, she didn't have to put on a red light. Oh, okay. oh I instantly went to the Steve Martin movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, you keep saying that you're awake, but your reference points are off by about forty degrees. Oh. <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you what else I heard from Sainsbury's as well. Though, was um, mm-hmm. it was. Vegan prawn tempura, which I just don't see the point in any of this. I like that in the past, but what makes this better than real prawn thing is that you haven't got that stupid tail thing that you you've got. Like they always leave like, the bit of the tail on, then you you're left with that once yeah, you've eaten but it. Like, but the annoying thing is with that is sometimes you get little bits of the, the shell or whatever stuck, and it's annoying. You don't like, have that with this watch... one. Perfect. Yeah, but when you watch hot ones, right, and they yeah. have the hot cauliflower, they have them on little sticks, right? So they can eat them like they're chicken wings. Nom, 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 yeah, that's right? different. Though. You, it's, stick's no, not gonna, saying, you... The stick's not going to break and leave little bits of splinter in it. I mean, I guarantee it could. Though, it right? could. Because it's, it's only a lollipop stick, then you're hitting, how, hitting How often in your life have you ever heard of like a cocktail stick or something like that? Splintering and injuring some never. Well, I mean, there's that, um, you know, that you know they put sandwich like cocktail uh, cocktail sticks into like sandwiches sometimes. Yes, I've heard of drunk people falling asleep and like landing on them with their eyes. Drunk people and you know what they're like with falling asleep just mid conversation. You just They'll said just never. I just over. explained that I have heard of at least one time. <laughs> That's an urban myth or something. That's never actually happened. I guarantee it has happened. Oh, not 
Not, anyway, not he was probably fine. I told you on the, like, if not the last podcast, the podcast before, my sister had needles in her eyes in the last few weeks and she's fine. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And it's, <laughs> every now and again, some, I'll, I'll look at someone and I'll see an eye and I'll... <laughs> That's why, I, that's why I don't think I can look people in the eyes anymore. I was trying to have a conversation with Bruce the other day and I just kept sort of getting eye contact. I had to look away. I just don't think I can do eye contact what, Because you anymore. just kept picturing needles in his Not, eyes. Well, that, that didn't help. But just in general, I don't think I can have eye contact with people anymore. It was just freaking me out. You should probably practice that a little bit. No, it was just, I said, it was just chatting to him. That's actually somebody I actually like. And I was like, no, this is, feels really uncomfortable, the fact that we're looking at each other. Yeah, because you haven't done it in a year. That's why you need to get used to it. Hence why I'm saying you should probably on, get used to it with someone you... I've been on shift like. with him pretty much for a year. <laughs> yeah, but you're still getting worse at it. I mean, there's uh, no two ways around it. So why don't you just try getting better at it while you can before, like, you know, whatever. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm probably terrible at eye contact, but luckily for me, when I go to work, no cunts there. So I don't have to look <laughs> at anyone, because I'm alone. <laughs> in eyes on a wall. I mean, I literally, as I've told you this before, right, and I've got to cut this all out, because I don't really do work, you know, work yeah. chat. But, like, I don't see anyone at work. I don't talk to anyone at work. I don't talk to anyone at home. Yeah. I literally just say thank you. I mean, the most words I say to people is when I uh, need to put £10 in the meter, so I go next door and say £10, please. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't spoke to people in person for months, unless, like, when we could meet up, we would, like, you know, have a walk and a chat. Yeah, but you can't do eye contact then because you're trying not to fall over the Well, yeah, we're, we're, you can't, unless you, you like... I don't know, draw a line in the sand and then you do phone each other and then you run at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd run at each other. No. But, you know, it's for exercise purposes. Maybe if, here's the thing, if you'd uh, got like a swing ball, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you got like, and you, you put it on the beach instead of going for a walk, and we played swing ball. Yeah. <laughs> could we look at each other then? <laughs> you'd be watching the ball because you, you, if you could look at, if you were looking at each other, you wouldn't see where the ball was and you wouldn't be able to return it. I mean, I don't know if you've not played swing ball because I remember playing it many a time with my sister. Yeah. But you do not need to know where the ball is because you know roughly where the ball is. You still need to look because you need to know you're planning on where you're aiming it next to try and defeat your I opponent. mean, if I could do it as a six-year-old fat child, there is no way in hell that's true. <laughs> oh, not playing tactically. I mean, not... I play, we're talking I, about swing ball here. There is no tactics. I play to win. I mean, you <laughs> don't. Or if you do, you're not very good at winning. Talking about it, I always win. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm really just fucking with you now, yeah. but, you know. Horribly competitive. I know, well, it's, it's like when... Uh, you know, I could come around to yours and we'd like, I don't know, play Mario Kart on the Switch or something. And I realised, because I like talking, obviously that's why we meet up in yeah. my point of view, that yeah. if you don't actually do anything, the game plays itself. Yeah, well, somebody mentioned you that. Know I, what I mean, you don't actually have to do anything. You can still win by yeah. doing nothing. So I just put the controller down and I'd chat with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> the most pointless two-player game of all time. But I'm getting old, you know what I mean? I haven't even played Tony Hawk in like a month. I'm like, eh, i got other things to do. What would a rewatch of Tootsie be like now? Sit and just pick out all the things that are just not appropriate these days. No, but I mean, yeah, it would have dated from that point of view. Yeah. But I remember it being a pretty funny comedy the last time I saw it on TV, and it was probably in the last ten years. Yeah. Well, it's always one of those weird films that they put on at, like, two in the afternoon. Yeah. I feel like they must cut something out of it. Definitely saw I feel it like when I was younger, of... but I've not watched it probably since I mean, you then. can buy it on the fucking Criterion Collection Blu-ray in this country, so it's got to be... There's got to be some certain quality to it. Well, I see, um... There was a, a thing, a story popped up. Obviously, the stuff they just put on to Disney Plus and everything. They've got all the mm. Muppet shows... But there's various episodes that have been cut out, gone completely. Like Spike Milligan's been taken out. There's um, several. What did he do? Apparently, there were several um, depictions of other races, <laughs> and possibly they didn't say what the. Fuck. They didn't say what he'd done, but it was some sort of hand gesture. I think he um, Zig howled. <laughs> at one point because it's the only hand gesture I can think that would have been kind of okay on TV back then that you would have got away with in a kids program <laughs> what are you talking I mean in the 70s it was okay to do Nazi salutes on Muppets but I think it's I don't think because they used to take about, a piss and like look at what about like, devil's horns what what about like the universal metal sign what if that's frowned upon by no that's that's fine is it I think so. Yeah. Dio does it, it's fine. Uh, Dio? <laughs> Dio. <laughs> he seemed... Dio? Yeah, he does well, that. Well, yeah, that's why it's called the universal metal sign. Exactly. But he's fine. <laughs> well, he never did anything. Well, Dio's not on Disney+. Plus. No, but I'm just, saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. Of all the sort of like metal icons out there, he was fairly tame, really, wasn't he? Compared to others. I don't know. We were Christian. talking about Disney Plus, and I brought that I know, up. But I'm just saying. But I think <laughs> I'm just. I couldn't think Are of you any other. That Dio could get his own show. No, I mean, if he wasn't dead. Yeah, well, that's. He get his own Disney Plus. As far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm, in my opinion, that's the only thing that's a barrier to him getting his own show. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty big barrier. Though, right? <laughs> really, is. I mean, like they might overcome it with CG, but I doubt it. The budget's not there. Um... <laughs> yeah, but I'm, like they said, just there was a hand gesture by Milligan, mm-hmm. and I think like Devil Horns is fine, but I just think the only hand gesture that I can think of Milligan doing because he's definitely done like going back thinking about seeing things from his show, he's definitely done Hitler before. I mean, it's badly worded though, isn't it? Yeah, he's not. He's done, definitely he's done. He's it. not done them up the wrong end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is there a right way to do Hitler? Probably not. Oh, take it with TT. What if he did a peace sign but then turned it round and then looked shocked and went back to the peace sign? <laughs> on, uh, oh. I'm Spike, that's probably quite likely. Um, <laughs> he just didn't quite agree with something Kermit was saying, so like, Mm-mm. there you go. Yeah. Sidestepping though, how good is Bill Murray in Tootsie? He's so good. I've not seen Tootsie since 
probably rented it out from the Ritz. Well, like and Bill then, Murray is uh, like, Dustin well, Hoffman's roommate. All right. And so he's there for a lot of, as I always refer to it, bits of business. Yeah. So, you know, because Ter- cause Terry Garr's in that as well, right? How many films is Terry Garr in we're talking about today? Terry yeah. Garr's the love interest in Tootsie, right? Yeah. I feel I like that's remember. Terry Garr. Or I feel like Terry Garr's in Tootsie. She might not be the love interest. I feel like the love interest is even younger. Um, why am I saying it like that? I mean... <laughs> you made that, you, you made that you know, dodgy. <laughs> it's not fucking Lolita. Oh. Uh, or yeah, is it? she plays Sandy in Tootsie. Ugh. Look at her fucking filmography. Terry Gar... I mean, she's got 153 credits, Terry Gar, right? Yeah. And I think most people, if you put a gun to their head, would say that she was Phoebe's aunt in Friends who turns out to be her mum. Um, well... I was wanting to watch Young Frankenstein again the other day and couldn't find it in any streaming thing anywhere. I was annoyed. Did we talk about this on the episode? Because there is an episode of Batman 66 from 1966 that Terry Gar is in where she plays Girl Outside Rink, which does sound like a Mr. Freeze episode. Yeah, that seems likely. (laughs) Where is that? Oh, I'm um, that 66. Yeah, girl outside drink. Instant freeze. Yeah, that's a girl. Here's something you might not be able to make anymore. Yeah. The Hardy Boys, colon, the mystery of the Chinese junk. <laughs> just, just, I just found, I found a cock and balls in the street. Oh, they're never, um, no. they're never rebooting Charlie Chan. Hmm? They're never rebooting Charlie Chan. No, they could if they got someone, you yeah, know, Chinese. <laughs> oh, get what's his face? You know the guy that oh, he was the weird masturbating sort of guy or something in some. Um, Bobby Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee, is that his name? Bobby Lee from oh. Magnum PI. No, he's not going to play Charlie. No, Chan. but <laughs> but if you, say you were going to do one and. They were going to go, right, we want to do it with you, but it's going to be, like, he's not going to come Can't, out. He's, he's, he's not that young, Bobby Lee. He's probably older than us, right? Yeah. But I still feel like I don't want him. I like, you know, like, Charlie Chan always had, like, the dim-witted nephew. Yeah. You'd still want him playing that role. But no, no. You, even though he's probably 50 you do years this old. Way. He just does, like, definitely, like, you know how he can do, like, a mentally subnormal character. You do okay. that, and he is Charlie Chan, and yet the nephew's the one solving everything. It's just him for the entire movie, just making faces, and everyone just thinks that he's, the, he's the genius the, the, behind everything. Yeah, but the problem seems to be, one, you've just created a new version of Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah, that's better than Inspector Gadget. No, because Penny did all the work and Inspector Gadget was useful. Right, and that's all you're saying. Two, you cannot have. <laughs> no, you can't have, but, have Bobby Lee go the full Monty. I'm not saying uh, do a full movie while, while right? also in a period piece. It's no. I'm not saying do a full movie. I'm saying like maybe Funny or Die or something. Do a five minute sketch, <laughs> right? And that would be enough. <laughs> you know, rewatching Parks and Rec. 
Yeah. I forget how much Catherine Hahn is in that. Well. Catherine Hahn from WandaVision. Yeah. I forget how much she's in Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, because she keeps coming back as the... She's the woman who's, like, always trying to win elections for oh, people. Yeah, that's who she is. Yeah. You know, she hires uh, Adam Scott. Yeah. You know, when... Uh, what is it, Series 4, where him and April are working in Washington? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and she, they're working for her. Oh, she was in that. Well, you know, I, I mean, she's been in stuff for years. I mean, yeah. the first time she became... It's her from that thing, and then I had to look her up. Was when she's the pregnant woman in the dictator. Oh God, yeah, she is, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's what, ten years ago now. God, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's. And then obviously she was Mrs. Fletcher last year. That was fun. Um, I think the... that latest episode of uh, One Division as well. Um, that song at the end has been stuck in my head ever since. <laughs> well, sort of a, a surf guitar monsters kind yeah, of Yeah, the weird can It was mm. uh, it was Agatha all but along. Here's a here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a joke, right? Yeah. But is she in her own TV show? And is someone controlling her too? Yeah, I think in the same I, way that she's re- doing Wanda. I think she's obviously still bad somewhere, but yeah, I think she's still being control. And I think Pietro is going to turn out to be nightmare. Well, no, because I feel like he did appear out of a cloud of purple smoke, and she seems to have purple powers. Yeah, I, I still think I don't know. So I feel like if someone else, there is another bad guy, they're probably the animal, right? They're probably that fucking rabbit. Yeah. Well, you know, because like, there's a stork running around and she can't stop it. Yeah. Right? So what if it's like a shapeshifter and it's the stork and it's the fake dead dog and it's the rabbit? I mean, saying that, Agnes then wouldn't know that she kills the dogs, apparently. Oh, she seemed been, quite happy that she killed a dog. Being controlled to see it, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> killed, I killed a fucking dog. Yeah. But in the cartoons, <laughs> yeah, she, in does, the cartoons. she does seem overly happy about killing Sparky. But then Sparky yeah. wanted to die. We've already we've come to that conclusion. And uh, in the comics, I don't know if you know this, but uh, her character apparently loved killing people's pets because then she can see everything that pet saw through its eyes. Right, okay. And learn all about people. <laughs> well, there you go. That's... That's a fucked up plot point that literally was... Yeah. yeah. She would eat... She would kill and eat people's pets and get there and... Uh, and would then be able to see everything they'd ever seen. <laughs> eat Sparky as well. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm suggesting, yeah. Though the, the pit, they did only have the fucking dog for a day, so yeah. maybe it's slightly moving, too I mean, much effort. I mean, they're moving along quick, so it's quite a long relationship, really, when you consider that five years of their life can pass in seconds to a day. Yeah, but you don't see that five years. It's not like it goes in No, no, but it happens right in front of you. Big. They have all the experience in their heads or something, because... 
I don't think they, they do. They, and their intelligent grows with it as well. So I uh. think they're dummies. They don't know. It. They've never been to school. They have yeah. no fucking idea what's going on. So that'll be fun. But there's only two episodes left, and someone lied to me, obviously, because they said uh, yeah, still... the last three episodes were all an hour long, yeah. and this like was only thirty-five minutes. Was it thirty-five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that's including the previously on and all those end credits. So probably more like yeah. thirty. I, still, I mean, I'm not complaining. I don't like the bit where it cuts to outside the truck and um, Vision's being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And then at one point he goes, the fuck am I keep doing this outside the truck thing for? Yeah, that was... Here's the thing, right? Because I don't really watch Modern Family, even though it's all on Netflix. Yeah. But Wanda seems to be doing Modern Family, yeah. right? But the tone of the carnival is different would you say that's more like arrested development yeah it could be yeah i'm thinking it's more like you know how ron howard would be like narrating over an episode of arrested development yeah i feel like it's more like that (laughs) it's It's a lot more random yeah just any second they go and everything was fine and then it wasn't and yeah 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 i can see that that's definitely Mm. more along that lines even down to like having a novel a piece of transport and obviously i mean this is kind of whatever but because the russos used to work on arrested development yeah you know because the russos did insanely they did um community and arrest development and then went on to do the marvel movies yeah if you watch Civil War, the Bluths, uh, Chairvan, I mean, Stairvan, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, aye. Yeah, is in Civil War. As is, uh, as is, um, I mean, it's not him, but, you know, David Cross in Arrested Development wanted to join the Blue Man group and would often paint himself blue. yes. Yeah, yeah. He he is a character captured by the Collector in right. either Guardians of the Galaxy or I assume the one they directed. Yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, would have been. Yeah, it'd have been that one that he was still alive and he turned up. So yeah, I mean that's crazy, right? So and also, I mean, if you while we're there, because as I say, Community. They also had uh, a vet, Nicole Brown, and Danny Pudi turn up. Yeah, because they were the security dudes. Yeah. Well, he was a security dude. She was in a lift? Yeah. I can't remember. Was that... Was she in a lift in, like, Infinity War or something? I can only remember she was talking to someone, and I feel like it was when Tony Stark started talking to his dad. Oh, so yeah. Actually, she's in Endgame. And now I'm thinking about it. Isn't Ken Jong in one of these? And he's just got a ridiculous yeah. fake moustache and big glasses. Yeah, because he's, he's a staring yeah. security guard. So they come and they drive off in something and he's just standing in the road as well, just glaring at them. I don't even, yeah. think, I don't even think he gets a line. No. Standing there staring. <laughs> He could play Charlie. you watch that episode of uh, Community with the table read that I sent you? He'd do Charlie Chan. I know what you just said, (laughs) 
but it sounded like fucking Etu Brute. Etu Charlie Chan. <laughs> Six Semper Charlie Chan. Cognito Ergo Charlie Chan. Just various, uh, various phrases with Charlie Also, Chan. not to be racist, isn't yeah. Ken Jeong Korean? Yeah, but Americans are not going to care. I mean, I think it's, that's where you make your money. You do care, right? Oh, but I mean, we got upset when Iron Fist was white. Yeah, oh, well, look and at we that. Old... Even more annoyed when Iron Fist was white and the cat and the actor didn't train to do martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there was a um, there was a thing, wasn't it? More like older sort of clips of Come Town as well. The um, one of them, I think it was Adam or something, had had this ongoing sort of back and forth Twitter feud with a guy who played Ensign Kim on Voyager. Yeah, yeah. And he'd sort of he kept going on about Kevin how Kim. Yeah, he kept going on about how kid where you can where you playing him as Chinese or like something like that. And he's like, dude, he's can I'm Korean. I was can Ensign Kim's Korean. And he's like, no he's not, he's fucking Chinese. And they kid this argument back and forth and that sent him this clip from a Comic Con where the guy himself is saying that the producer has suddenly told him at the end of the series, oh, yeah, cool. No, he's Chinese. So it's just this whole thing of him going, what do you mean he's Chinese? I'm Korean. And they're like, yeah, it's the same thing. Fuck it. <laughs> so the whole time they've been writing them as Chinese and he's been playing them as Korean. And it didn't really matter. But it did matter to him, obviously. Yeah, and, and obviously... matters in general, because they were kind of... Well, yeah, because if there's an episode where he had to speak, you know, Mandarin to someone, it would be fucking issue. Yeah. But they, you know, at the end of the day, spoke English. Yeah, they don't. It's universal translators and all that, so it's... I don't know if universal translators work for people on Earth speaking to other people, do they? I suppose they do. yeah, they do all the time, yeah. I don't know, that seems weird. All got their tricorders and things and everyone's got it all the time. Because remember, because the only time that it doesn't work is with that um, the next generation, where they come across that group of people who only speak in sort of metaphors. Darmok when the walls fell. Yeah, at Tanab when the walls fell. Yeah, that's when the term. I haven't watched it in twenty five years. You don't have to tell me I got the quote wrong. No, no, I guess no, it's fine. (laughs) I, I, I might have got it wrong as well, but that's just how I remember it. But I'm just, yeah. That was a fucked up episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was Shag- Chakra at Dinab. Oh, yeah, who cares? I mean, yeah, who cares? It, <laughs> God, it, I mean, thought, that show started in 1987 and it ended in 1994. You thought, Mike. That's still, if it was in the last season, <laughs> it was still 26 years ago. You, th- <laughs> you thought people weren't going to get my Great Outdoors reference. Oh. I mean, people know what TNG is. Yeah, but still, it's a very, it was, it was one episode of hundreds. Uh, 144, maybe, I can. Yeah. You know, it, it went seven years, right? And yeah. then seven movies. Seven movies? Generations, First Contact, yeah. Insurrection, Insurrection, Nemesis? Nemesis? Yeah, know. no, because uh, Star Trek, the reboot was 11, so there was only 10, and they didn't come in until seven. That would have been Generations, right? Because that's the one with also with Shatner. Yeah. 
So that's the crossover. So seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, they only did four movies. That's like fuck all movies, isn't it? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, I've done more movies than that. Yeah. Then I'm in porn, so I've done four hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just this week. <laughs> Red raw. Red raw stump. Red raw stump. Yep. <laughs> There's a reference, and nobody else will get it as well. Yeah. Well, I'm it's a shame that was a good show, and I really liked season one, but they really seemed to give up on season two. Oh, what? Uh, Lee Jetlin, Psychoville. Oh, Psychoville. That's what. Re- I. That's what. Re- even you got the reference wrong, and you made well, it. Red Ross Stump was. No, it was the clown from fucking Psychoville. Oh, okay, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Yes, I fuck you. don't think I made it through the first season of Psychoville. To be honest. Psychoville was really good. Psychoville season two, yeah, I didn't like because they started killing everyone off as like part of the plot. I've still only watched about four or five episodes of Inside Number Nine. Yeah, like it, and I keep going. Oh, I must watch more of that. I've just never grown to it. Don't think it can, I don't really, I don't episodes. really like the show. Yeah, yeah I don't really, I don't really like it. No, yeah. I, don't, I think it's kind of weird. Whatever. <sighs> But um, when you watch Psychoville and you go, well, some of these people went on to better things because, you know, Daniel Kaluuya's in it for fuck's yeah, sake. As uh, Tea Leaf, who went on to, obviously, Widows and Black Panther and Get Out and that new one that just opened with Lakeith Stanfield. It was only reviewed yesterday on Komodo Mayo, so I don't know what it is yet. Ugh. I even heard the review, but it went in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Much like you do with eyes. Yeah. Eye. Ear. Mm. Oh, do you want more Resident Alien, by the way? Um, yeah, if you've got. Yeah, no, because I've, I've got up to episode four now. Nice. And I keep forgetting to ask you, because if you didn't like it that much, because obviously it takes forever to fucking upload, because it's a yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah. No, because I liked it. Cool. Then I will sort that out at some point. Yeah. I'll just uh, well, you know how when you message me your files. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do the same thing back to you. I'll just boop. Yeah. It will just come up on your app. Hey, just while I'm thinking, what else did I watch this week that was like all right? I don't know. I must have lied. Yeah. I must have lied even to myself. Well, that's... <laughs> that's weird. Oh, oh, this, look at this coffee thing never wants to go back on. What I'm, the fuck is all this noise now? <laughs> that was me trying to put the lid back on the iced coffee, I think. The pin in the arse, the lid never goes on, on a first. bike. Time. I thought you were in like a fucking train car for a second. Christ. I was. <laughs> Where I get my coffee from? British Real Coffee, the finest coffee get on a train in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you think I'm laughing. I, 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 I'm mixing, I'm actually laughing at two things at once, thanks to uh, accidentally turning my, opening my phone and it being on uh, Instagram from earlier. All right. I'll send this to you at the same point. It's not great, but it, I'm just easily, some, some days you're just easily pleased. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is one of them times. We send that to you. 
Um, what was I looking at my phone for? It wasn't to ignore you. That was rude. There was some, <laughs> only because oh, yeah. you got caught. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because I'm very honest. I would have told you anyway. But no, it was because it was to remind me about uh, Edgar Wright is remaking The Running Man. Yeah. But based on the book. And I've read the book I and I didn't really like it that much. did not know that was a Stephen King book. Well, it's a, a back in the day. Yeah. It was a uh, Batchman book. Remember he had that pseudonym? Oh, okay. And he released a load of books. Because he was only allowed to release one book a year. But in the 80s, he was like throwing them away like nothing because they were all shit. So I believe he was called Richard Bachman or Batchman. And The Running Man is a Richard Batchman book. And not a Stephen King book as such. Anyway, um, and that book is absolutely average. You know, it's mostly about a guy who hides in the fucking sewers. Mm. Um, Because... It's basically reality TV, right? If people see you and take a picture of you. Yeah, they'll then... know where you are and then they'll come and get you. Well, no, it's more like no. you're going to make money, right? If you stay on the run. But the more people that find you, you lose money and they get part of it. Um, but also they are going to kill you because it's yeah. the future and that's how that those sort of things work. Um <laughs> So, um, honestly, I would rather they remade the original of sorts because you know how they hired the dude from Family Fortunes? Sorry, really. Family Feud? Oh, yeah. um... Richard Dawson? Okay. Is that his name? You know, the guy that Patton Oswalt used to do an impersonation of on Super Ego. Okay, I was, well... Um, I feel like his name is. I feel like his name is Richard Dawson. Hold on, let's look him up just in case I'm wrong. Wee, I'm still going. I forgot he was even. Yeah, Richard Dawson. Come on, Gareth. <clears throat> Thank you to Kevin Smith for getting his name in my head. In uh, Mallrats, when he says. Uh, fuck off Richard Dawson until it's time to play the feud. (laughs) Anyway, you know who I forgot was in The Runner Man? Mick Fleetwood. Fleetwood. From Fleetwood Mac. I guess that part, but I don't know what he looks like. I need to look him up now. He's the tall guy playing the flute on the front cover of that Fleetwood Mac album. (laughs) I don't remember album cover. Me, you're I mean, if you can't to... remember, if you can't remember Mick Fleetwood as in Fleetwood Mac, then think I of know, Fleetwood I Mick. Guessed, I mean, from <laughs> the context clues were there. Fleetwood was there, so I guess it was Fleetwood Mac. But I'm in my head going, "Fuck with anything else." Fuck with you, dude. It's fine. <laughs> he wouldn't be in anything else, would he? Has he been in anything else? What? Wait, he did the Brit Awards that time with Samantha Fox. <laughs> oh well, now it's all coming flooding back. I barely remember who Samantha Fox is. I mean, that's not my fault. Her fault. I mean, I don't, yes, uh, yes. That's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it looks exactly like I thought it would look like—just bearded, kind of going for that look myself. Is this insane or is it me? Mick Fleetwood, right? Yeah. 
He's in Fleetwood Mac. We've already yes. come to that point. Uh-huh. So you'd imagine that his music would be used in an awful lot of films, okay? Yeah. How many films is he credited for doing the soundtrack to? Well, I'm on... being on the soundtrack of? 25? Yeah. No fucking way. 250, maybe. How many well, times well, do you... But on, his, but on the soundtrack... Oh. Yeah. No, I no, don't no, even mate. see... You got the chain from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I assume. <laughs> yeah, the chain is pretty much... Well, you know... 90% of these. Well, yeah, because obviously it's also Formula One. Yeah. That's the chain, right? Yeah. And yet, look how it's not credit... Oh, no, there you go. Formula One BBC Sport. But it only says it was used once. Though it was used our entire childhoods. Yeah. And I do not see South Park on here. And there's that episode where they play landslides when uh, when they move away. So that's weird. Anyway, he's got 42 acting credits and only 25 soundtrack credits. At a glance, you would say that he's more successful as an actor. <laughs> but is his acting credits, though? They're mainly... Video shorts for Fleetwood Mac. Which is insane. Why were they still making videos in 2003? I'm still doing it at the bottom of the list. I haven't even got up that far. I started at the bottom and worked up. Mm. Why was he in Mr. Music as Simon Extel in 1998? Look, but look at 97. Snide and Prejudice. He played Pablo Picasso. And the front cover of that is a man. Well, it's, it's gone, we've, we've come right back around to Hitler again. Uh, <laughs> what is that about? Doctor Cohen is a man. That isn't that Angus McFadden. It. No, I don't know who that is. It is looks. It? Oh, oh it, no, it is actually. Yeah, <laughs> plays two characters. Now he plays Michael Davidson slash Adolf Hitler. Doctor Cohen works in a mental institution where all patients believe they're historical members of the German Nazi Party, including Hitler. Uh, the main, well, you know, the main uh, he, member. He fell say. an awful long way from playing Robert the Bruce in Braveheart two years earlier. <laughs> they are allowed. <laughs> they are allowed to live out their delusions. So, quotation marks. Hitler tries to consolidate his power. Go on. Some days. That? Where's uh, that streaming? <laughs> not to go back around, but. According to this, Mick Fleetwood is also in an uh, episode of Star Trek The Next Generation from 1989. Season 2, episode 19, yeah. Manhunt. Oh, oh my God. Wesley's got some beautiful hair in this one. Always beautiful. No, but go, can you go where, to the episode? It? Where are we? Uh, well, you... Yeah, so if you're still on Mick Fleetwood, um, go to his episode, right? Oh, God, yeah. Do, yeah, go was, to the second picture. It's hidden in between... Uh, oh. Right? Look at that beautiful side part, and that is insane. I could stare at that all day. I think that uh, Patrick Stewart is actually staring at his hair in a mirror in that picture, because the look on his face. Oh, I don't, my computer... I haven't got the same second picture as you. I've got Borg in my second picture. 
Hold on. Let me. I'm just going to screen cap a whole fucking thing and send it to you. Okay. <sighs> so hit share. Hit the picture. Oh wait, of your no. Face. This has gone. Why is it not going to the actual episode? Who cares? It's coming to you now. I can't. <laughs> You've been useless all day. It's fine. Deeply. Now it will not take me back to. Who cares? I just sent you a picture. Look at it. Oh, oh. Get my phone now. All the way. That's the point. It's all the way right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, my God, that's that is insane hair. And that's what I'm saying. And I say, Patrick Stewart is looking at his hair in a mirror going, I mean, I should really tell the boy. (laughs) (laughs) And here's another picture where the ghost of the giant from Twin Peaks appears to be behind Patrick Stewart, which is odd. (laughs) There he is. Oh, yeah, because he always used to travel about with What's-Her-Face's mum. Well, he's the traveller, wasn't he? Who gives Wesley all his powers in the end. I don't know, there is that one as well, but other times, didn't he always just... You know, whenever there was an episode where um, Deanna Troy's mum showed up, and she was all embarrassed, he was always, like, her companion or something. And then I think there was a later episode as well where he was a different character, but... Yeah, he was always just hanging about with her. Hmm. Here's, sorry, a random question just to finish off the uh, Mick Fleetwood thing. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the song Werewolves of London by um, oh. Warren Zevon. Yeah. Why is Mick Fleetwood apparently in a video for that? He's not the drummer on that song, is he? Because <laughs> the picture of Warren Zevon is just him at a piano singing the song. <laughs> I mean, under... <laughs> and oh, here you go. There's, in his acting credits, like we were looking. I have found his list of credits the most difficult to navigate of all. I think it's just because the sheer chunk of Fleetwood Mac being repeated, it's difficult to find stuff. Um, he did Werewolves of London and Tusk in the same year. That's pretty good. I mean, Tusk is a very good album. Is it your favourite Fleetwood Mac album? I'd it's, say it's my favourite. It's definitely top two. Mm. I, I agree. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would go say, as far as say it's in the top one. I would I'm, say Rumours would be number one if it wasn't for The Chain. See, I... It was Rumours, uh, The Chain, it's the same as anything else, right? Yeah. Like, imagined by John yeah. Lennon. yeah. I hate that song, but the album Imagine by John Lennon is great, apart from the song Imagine by John Lennon. Yeah. See, I think I like the chain up until, like, the last minute. It turns into Formula One. Yeah, because that was... Obviously, as a kid, I did watch Formula One as a kid, and that was in my head, and it was on all the time. It felt like it was on all the time. And I don't think until... Well, recently or whatever. I don't think I've ever listened to that song all the way through and knew the first part. Because it was just, yeah. I'd been put off from ever listening to it by Formula One. So I'd always <laughs> skipped it. Yeah, no, but that's like, that song starts great and you really, yeah. you, you've been uncool and bopping along. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my 
God. <laughs> Everything I hate, etc. And it's funny, I mean, uh, there's a there's a channel on YouTube, it's these two twins who can, people recommend songs for them to listen to and they listen to it for the first time and react or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. so obviously they'd, like, they did it, but like in, in the air tonight with Phil Collins, they'd never sort of heard that before and you're like, oh, that's cool. So seeing it through their eyes of hearing the chain for the first time, you mm-hmm. go, okay, I totally get it because that's obviously quite a shift and that would be pretty cool. But... Mm. Having heard the last part on repeat, entire freaking life. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter how good the first part is. If you hadn't told me, if I'd never known that was the chain, and then you'd mm. played me the chain from the start, and then it cut into that at the end, I'd go, what the fuck are you playing this shit over the end for? But, yeah. Oh. Do you reckon we feel the same way about Soul Limbo by Booker T and the MGs? I don't in my head and all that and just... well I'm not going to tell you no. right type in Soul Limbo by Booker T uh, if you've got your laptop near you which I assume you do I do right you've got you know whatever however you want to listen to it Soul Limbo Booker so... T and the MGs yeah and press play oh the cricket theme yeah oh, is that what that is mm. yeah luckily I didn't I mean it probably won't be ruined for me quite as much because I tried not to watch cricket well, I love, I love Booker T and the MGs. Yeah, and I did not know they did the theme to the cricket, so it's obviously one of their worst songs. Yeah. <laughs> not like the Chain by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> but I think even if it's one of your better songs, if some if back in the day they'd come up to you and said, "Hey, we've got this deal. Like, we'll use your song for cricket or whatever," you're kind of mm-hmm. going, "If everything else goes tits up in my career." Still, still have money coming in from that. No, but I don't think it works like that with the BBC, right? That's yeah. why that it's Obviously, so cunty. Yeah. I don't because of however I don't think they pay for anything. Yeah. No. You know, it's not like it's not like the the the, the Rembrandts who became millionaires because of Friends. Was that who did that? I yeah, I think remember. it was. Yeah. Um, or whatever. But yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I think it was more like, you know when you are at a disco and someone plays a song and you have to have that sticker that says, like, PRS or whatever? You know what I mean? You have to pay a certain amount yeah. of money to, for public broadcasting and shit. Yeah. I think that's all you need for the BBC. <laughs> that's why you can watch it and go, God, that's got a crazy soundtrack, and then you realise it's a BBC show. Hey, Booker T and MG. Uh, my favourite character from uh, the Blues Brothers. Well, not a character, a person in the Blues Brothers. Obviously, uh, Donald Duck Dunn. Yep, I've met him. I don't even like any of the Blues Brothers. To hell with them. I just want a film about Donald Duck Dunn. Well, I say I saw him playing Beautiful bass beer. with Eric Clapton at the Albert Hall. Ooh. In the late 80s at his Blues Night. And it was fucking amazing. That sounds pretty special. It was one of the first gigs I ever went to. My sister took me. My sister Amanda took me to it. It was very good. That was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> my first gig, Gary Glitter. Oh dear. He loved the look of you. Ugh. 
You love me, anyway, love him, love everyone, love Donald, kids. Uh, Donald Duck Dunn, right? Yeah. Never took his pipe out of his mouth the entire gig. <laughs> of and I would like to point out that he is dead. It's surgically attached. Even now, you go to his grave and the, the pipe's sticking out the ground. It's still lit. Crazy. Yeah, it's the eternal flame or something. Uh, Cindy Lauper sung about Ironically, it. the only song he couldn't play. <laughs> it wasn't Cindy Lauper that sung that at all. It was uh, Belinda Carlisle. It was. Oh, why did I go to Cindy Lauper of all people? Ah, uh, you know, she's got a very good vocal range, so yeah. she could have sung it if she wanted yeah. to. Remember that time we reviewed a Cindy Lauper album on this album? Uh, on this podcast? No, I've blocked out. I believe she went country. Oh, dear, she did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She went country and we weren't fans. No. Linda Carlisle doing with herself these days. Uh, writing songs, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she wrote, like... And 20 years ago now. But I'm sure she wrote, like, Can't Get You Out of My Head by, like, Kylie Minogue and stuff like that. So she oh. writes she writes pop songs and then just stays out of the way. Well, uh, according to Via Gogo, um, you can mm-hmm. buy tickets now for Belinda Carlisle. Well, you know, I'm not saying she can't, she can't play live if she doesn't nah. want to. She was in the Go-Go's, for fuck's sake. She can do whatever yeah. she wants. I want to see Belinda Carlisle. Oh, she hates Scotland, apparently. She oh, no, oh, no, she's going, to, okay, she's going to Glasgow once. Yeah, but that's all anyone does. Yeah, man. Oh, it's, it's like when um, people say to, example, like Scroobius Pip, when you come up to Scotland, why do you only go to Edinburgh? And he's like, well, I've travelled all around the fucking country. I've travelled thousands of miles. You could, like, travel 200 the same if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, yeah, but your job is to drive around. My job is not to drive to you. I'm giving you money, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's not like, you know, the mobile library. <laughs> if a mobile library stops five miles from my house, I should be expected to walk five miles to the mobile library. No, it should get come closer. It's its fucking job. <laughs> I just walk up to their van and scream, audible motherfucker and then walk home oh i really <laughs> i desperately need an audible credit right now from someone who uh if anyone's got a spare one oh can you give them other to people? send me send yeah you can send people your credits if you want well, hold on a second i can do that right now <laughs> how do i do that i have no idea but um <laughs> what was oh well, yeah there's a well, there's a specific book I want, right? Yeah. So theoretically, I suppose, if you went to that book, I feel like you could send me that book what and it the... would charge one credit kind of thing. What is the book? I need to... It's a Jeff Tweedy book, but I can't remember what it's called. You know Jeff Tweedy? No. He's not an actor, but he was the uh, he was the lead singer of fictional band uh, uh, Land Ho. Oh. You know, from uh, Parks and Rec. You know, he sings uh, chop, 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 pop, punch, 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 pop, chop, 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 punch, 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 oh. with uh, Andy. <laughs> In that crazy oh. episode. Oh, so yeah, uh, he's the guy, he's Freddy Spaghetti or something, is it? No, 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 no. He is like, 
Lanto were a real band that apparently Mouse Rat cover. Oh. Right? Yeah. And they try to convince them to... You know, the remember the Unity concert series? Yeah. They're trying to get them to reform for the Unity concert series. Right? Oh, for the... There. And they won't do it. But yeah. when... I can't remember what his character's called, but when Jeff Tweedy's son meets Andy and sees Andy as Johnny Karate... Yeah. Then he he agrees to reform Land Ho. Mm. I mean, that was a very complicated way around that, but hey. He has a net worth of $9 million. Good for him. Um, anyway, Jeff Tweedy book, and it's something to do with write, how to write one song by Jeff Tweedy. That's what it's called. Everyone's saying it's fucking great. And it's on Audible. Write one song. Anyway. Yes, Tweedy. Okay, here we go. Add to wish list. Oh, it's not... Let me because it's not released yet. Well, no, I don't. I don't think you can do it. Th- uh, let's not do it while we're recording. I don't think you can do it through the app uh, because you can't buy things on at, with Apple products, can you? That aren't Apple. Basically, there'll be a link that says "Open in Safari," and then you can buy it through Safari or share it through Safari or whatever. Anyway. Mm. I think I can do well. Go to the and go through like Amazon or whatever, and get it done that way. Because um, I've wish list. Yeah, no, I'll, I didn't even realise you had credits. Yeah, because um, I've got a couple set aside. Because um, not till the twenty third, but the first Death Stranding book comes out. I'm like, I'm having that. You fucking child! They've released a book based on a computer game, and you're like, yes. It was um, Heather Ann Campbell <laughs> pointed it out, and I was like. Fuck, I'm going to... I'm wanting that. Hey, I like Heather Ann Campbell. Yeah. At the same point, I don't need Death Strand in a book in my life. I do. <laughs> oh, then go back and play that again soon. From the start. <laughs> I mean, I suppose packages. I could, but I don't think I'm going to. <sighs> Why does my hand look so old, Richard? Should I worry? I got out of the shower today, and it, I don't know if I used different shower gel or something or whatever but mm. the back of my hands were so dry and tight that i was scared to bend them in case the skin split and i was yeah, like well, i'm having i've been weird. having trouble with that and my um circulation yeah so my hands have turned like purple i'm, I'm sending you a picture now but it's coming real slow there's a terrible signal in aberdeen tonight oh it's the wind there's a terrible signal in Aberdeen tonight. Anything a song about it? And the one anyway. song was written. Done. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that book. You did it. I, th- I think yeah. it's like about more than that, but I'm not. Everyone just said, I just, I just like his voice. But your thumbs disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at, look at, between, I don't even know what you, that piece of skin is called, but the, the sort of like, between the, the, the middle finger and index finger. Yeah. That is like a 95-year-old's skin. Because you're a hard worker. I don't think it does. Or if it does, then no cunt at work will believe me. (laughs) I feel (laughs) you. I've told you before, when they do the next uh, uh, set of 
you know, um, when they fire the next set of people. Yeah. And I'm on that list. I'm going to go fucking ballistic because there's people who haven't even worked in a year. I think we've only got one person furloughed now. Everybody else is gone. Mm-hmm. We've only got one person furloughed now. Everybody else is gone or at work. I mean, I I fear for your hotel because if they're getting rid of everyone, I mean, yeah. are they ever going to reopen it properly? Yeah, you know I mean, uh, well, we're making their chunk off of the contracts we've got. Oh, you know, as long as you're happy. But yeah. you know, I'm just saying, we've got people on furlough. I mean, the fact that you're. If you think about it, I mean, in the nicest possible way, you didn't have to, your company didn't have to pay anything for those people on furlough. So you could have just let them stay on furlough. Instead, you gave them the stress of being unemployed. Yeah. You're welcome. It's real quite cunty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that guy's coming back. The guy that's on furlough only works two days a week, as it is. He's just, he's an old sort of retired guy that comes in to clean the car park. Mm-hmm. And they'd be moaning us about not keeping the car park clean. We're like, fucking time to keep the car park clean. Because there's only like two of us. And you've got people in during the day, they could clean the car park. Like, no, I mean, you do it. You're like, no offense to these people saying this, but at two o'clock in the morning when it's the coldest part of the day yeah. and it's pitch black, yeah. should you be out cleaning the fucking oh, so car said, park? I'm in here like doing the audit and you want me to send Bruce out to the car park. I say, when it's in that temperature he's 69 years old I mean <laughs> we keep doing that well we're going to have another problem coming up we're not going to have a Bruce anymore uh, the weird one really is want- the weird part with that is that Harold refuses to do it in the middle of the night because there's no proper lighting out there there is um, and there's no camera cover there is and it's far too dangerous to be walking about that time of night in dice Everyone's sleeping. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what his problem is. But um, <laughs> Bruce just goes, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. It's fine. He just goes out into the freezing cold and does it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, but Harold, Ian Harold. Do you have, I don't know what pop-up do you have on your uh, phone, but I, I have a little thing called Wikipedia Top Read. Mm. What's the number one thing on Wikipedia today? I don't know. Agatha Harold? Harkness. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Six hundred and four thousand views today. Well, they're all going to be going that, about. That is a popular TV show. Yeah, they're going to be going. Oh, this this is another link to the Fantastic Four. Kind of, but it's tenuous. What oh, she was, Franklin Reed's bloody nanny. Okay, that's not going to come up in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I just can get a grip. Ugh. Yeah, well, you got to take into account that she is a, what, 17th century witch? Yeah. In the comics. That can't be what they're going to say. No. She can't be fucking immortal. They don't have immortality in this. Surely they should, at best, she'd be like from the same place that Thor's from or something. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, they'll do it or someone. Mm. <laughs> or she's from a, some part of the multiverse where they do live forever. I mean, if no, you can not do that, but... transverse. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Oh. I mean, who fucking knows? 
Not me. I don't. I don't know. I've been wrong about everything that I've predicted so far. So. Well, you know, Elizabeth Olsen said that she's filming Doctor Strange at the minute, right? Yeah. But there's no way that film's coming out for at least two years. Yeah. Because there's a backlog of all these other fucking movies anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Oh, see, Batman's delayed again because a fourth stuntman got COVID. They can't keep delay. It was already delayed like a year. Oh, no, but I mean filming, not And that was not, not even released, taken into account, COVID. Yeah. Filming, not really. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it? If you keep fucking... Yeah. Oh, it's not like a surprise. There is a pandemic going on. Either... What? I'm just saying, either don't fucking do it until everyone's got the vaccine, right? Yeah. Or, or when someone catches it, first. or when someone catches it, don't fucking com- tell everyone about it. Because yeah. yeah, just do your job and shut everything down, or shut the right pit, shut down that bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah. The way they should do it, surely, is that they should have bubbles of like, you know, you have like a second crew, right? Yeah. Doing like stunts or whatever, or a third crew. Surely you should have separate bubbles for each of them. So if one of them goes down, the other two can still be working. Spray down all the crash mats. And instead they've got <laughs> instead they've got to shut down every fucking thing. You're like, well, I don't know, that seems insane. I think if they had to do any software remember how in the old days they used to have to put like Vaseline on the lens? Do you think they just yes. smear sanitizer over it nowadays? They just inject people with uh, sanitizer and sunlight. Yeah. That works. I mean, yeah. I was taught this by a businessman. Yes. He it, was bigly important. He became president. Best president ever to suggest injecting people with things that would definitely kill them. Ugh. He had a fondness for red hats and red ties that were too long. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He loved, he loved sham marriages, possibly, allegedly. You know, I said I was watching Parks and Rec. Um, one of the weirdest things about watching Parks and Rec yeah. is when Joe Biden turns up. Oh, yeah, he totally does. Yeah. He's in, like, two or three episodes. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Or, like, there'll be an episode where his wife turns up, and you're like, I only know you now because you're the first lady. Yeah. <laughs> How was I supposed to get this reference before? I see the buddy having a go at his fucking, like, the... Again, right-wing news channels are having a go at bloody Biden's dog, saying it's not presidential enough because it's like a dirty dog or something. It's a rescue, like, Alsatian sort of thing. The fuck? It, that dog's lovely. Fucking dirty dog. Fucking idiots. Did they play the song Lap Dance by Nerd every time? <laughs> Banger, dirty dog. Banger. But it's just yeah, like... It's, it's just oh, a bunch of dicks. Like... You've just had four well, years of a president who was actually the worst piece of shit going, and now the worst thing you can come up with about your new guy is, oh, his dog's pretty rubbish. Dogs are yeah, not... No dog is rubbish. No, but that's a good thing, right? If all they can come up with is that his dog's a bit shit, that's a good oh. thing. I mean, in my view... You want a politician with a shit pet? Look at our lot. They've got a cat. Ugh. Cats. Rubbish. <laughs> His cat, it's shit on my face. <laughs> oh, Ryan's probably listening to this and he's like offended because he's got two cats. Sorry, cats are shit. Dogs are... I mean, I'm... 
Well, I'm allergic to dogs and cats, so I don't like either, honestly. So, you know, I'm I'm really on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> I would the rather... cats and dogs was all right. Remember, like, I mean, years ago. I, I, I feel like you said that because it's a, 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 a pretty good joke. Because if you've actually watched that, but you haven't watched Back to the Future 3, I'm just going to hang up. I've not watched Back to the Future. <laughs> you know, I've not seen Back to the Future 3. We've had this discussion. No, that's Never what I'm saying. If you have watched Cats and Dogs, yeah. but you haven't watched Back to the Future 3, you are a piece of shit, and I'm hanging up this phone. <laughs> you know I'm a piece of shit. Was, this comes up every week. I'm pretty sure Back to the Future 3 comes up every week. I mean, it oh. definitely doesn't, and your isolation brain disgusts <laughs> Every me. second week or something. We've definitely discussed it a lot, and now that I've never seen it. No, because I always remember it that you haven't seen Back to the Future, and you have. So, okay, obviously, yeah. even if we talk about it all the time, I don't remember it. Yeah. So, it seems like... And the thing is, I have a terrible memory, but I have very good recall, which is when someone says to me, do you remember this? I go, yeah, yeah, totally. But I have no idea what you're talking about when you say we talk about Back to the Future all the time. If, I wonder if they're on streaming anywhere. Probably not. I mean, they're it's universal movies, so... Yeah, but I guarantee I bought them all. I bought the entire trilogy on Blu-ray like five years ago for a fiver. Yeah. There's no fucking way it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Well, maybe by the end of this year I'll have seen the third one. I'm about to watch Weekend at Bernie's, so anything could happen. I mean, yeah. I would like a very short and to the point review after you've watched it. Okay. Or if you feel like it. You know what you could do? This is crazy Yeah. that I'm even suggesting this. Yeah. Instead of texting me a review... Record it and send it to you. Exactly. Even though we're not talking, just turn the recorder on and tell me your thoughts on Weekend at Bernie's (laughs) and I will cut it into the podcast. I shall do that. Nice. (sighs) Do me one favour to save some editing. Yeah. Just... You know, could start the recorder and go, uh, you know, offer something effective. Hey, this is Richard, and this is what I thought of Weekend at Birdies, or something, so that I can put it wherever I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't have to fuck around looking for this part, so I can cut it in now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, it'll be a separate file, though. Yeah, but I can put it wherever I want. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know what I'm saying? Mini intro. I wouldn't put it at okay. the end. If the if I'm not going to leave the gold of you re- reviewing Weekend at Birdies to the end of a podcast. I'm just going to leave this on now and start it and just sit here and you could hear me laughing. What are you going to do? Like a, 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 the, so I'm not, even a, not even a commentary. I'm not even going to talk to you. You're just going to hear the noises of me moving about while I'm watching it. Well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to hang up, right? <laughs> then one hour and 40 minutes <laughs> of... <laughs> I'm going to go for a shit first. Of but. you just going... <laughs> Because it's not that great, right? Uh, there's a bit where um, uh, Bernie goes water skiing. That's pretty fucking funny, if you ask me. I know that's why it's funny. Okay. And uh, I get it. <laughs> I don't have to watch it now. It's fine. <laughs> hey, if if I can tell you one thing about uh, Weekend at Bernie's, it's it's my dad's favourite film. Okay. And it's Max Caballera, lead singer of uh, Sepultura's favourite film. Well. And that is a very wide net that's casting. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what you're telling me is this is 
everyone's favourite film. No, but you know, like how my dad always said his favourite joke was along the lines of man falls off roof and you see him hit the ground, but he's okay. But there's a good chance he wouldn't have been, right? You know, that's what Weekend at Birdies is over and over again. Uh, Yeah. You know? Okay, just it's sort of like you've been framed with a corpse. Your opinion right now. Let's do a little prediction thing. What do you mm-hmm. think I'm going to think of this film? Are you going to review it out of five? Uh, out of ten, so no, probably right, I'll probably got... forget and then do it out of five. But we can we can double it and it'll give you. Okay, the... if you fail, we double it anyway. So if it's out of ten, yeah, I don't see you giving it more than five and a half. Right, okay. Oh, we're doing halves. Okay, I've got to remember that as well. Well, I would give it six and a half. Right, okay. I would say it's slightly... I would enjoy it more than you, but also I have nostalgia. Yeah. You know what I mean? I watched it in the 80s. And I assume now it's going to be a minefield. <laughs> i'll take notes if you're feeling exceptionally saucy after you watch weekend at bernie's jump on youtube and watch weekend at bernie's too i'll I'll review the i'll review the first one and then we'll see how it goes after that i might need a break um (laughs) come on i mean if you watch weekend at bernie's and then weekend at bernie's too i think that's still shorter than watching the irishman you know what I mean? Oh, I've not watched them. <laughs> They're not very long films. Yeah. It's like, um, you know those Bourne films? Not the one with Richard Chamberlain, but the ones with Matt Damon. Yeah. I'm sure they're all like 90 minutes. So you can watch like an entire Bourne trilogy in like four hours yeah. and change. I'd say, I'm sure I brought that before, but I rented out the Richard Chamberlain one mm-hmm. from like the, the 70s or whatever when I was in Australia, and I think it was the most boring, like, three and a half hours of my life. Oh, it was awful. Um, Yeah. But but I'd rented rented it out, and the movie movie place we rented it out from was a 40-minute drive. So I was like, well, I'm not, I'm stuck with it now, I've got to watch it. Well, (sighs) yeah. I mean, if you made a fucking fuss to take it back, you deserve to be shot, frankly. Right. You picked it, yeah. Ready for and you noises. Don't like I'm it. waiting to have yeah. a drink of coffee again, so get ready for noises. Okay, it's not the it's not you drinking coffee that's the problem, is it? It's you putting the lid back on. Yeah. I didn't shake it. This like time. you're blind. There you go. It's back on. That went on a lot easier than the last time. You're blinder than the boy from uh, Flora and Ulysses. Oh, <laughs> hysterical over coffee too. Wow. Uh we go that's better Ugh. what a strange headline which what? i will read later kate hudson now when we say kate hudson we do mean the daughter of goldie horn right yeah kate hudson says backlash to see his music which i believe is actually the title of a film she directed because it's in quotes has sparked an important dialogue what the fuck's going on there? <laughs> Let's not look any further. It's uh, 
It, it's no doubt. <clears throat> yeah, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, that's, that's a harsh phrase. I'm still oh, on dear. the uh, Belinda Carlisle page, and it's they mainly, <clears throat> mainly heaven is mm-hmm. a place on earth. It, and we want the same thing. It's pretty much the two that she sold over and over again, which is fine. They're both, again, they're bangers. It's great. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking to me about Belinda Carlisle, I'm going to say we got the beat, right? That's all I really care about. Yeah. That's the mm. go-go's, right? I'm not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Because she does that really good... Uh, <laughs> and we got the beat. And I will give her full marks for that. Anyway, it looks like Sia hired uh, an actor um, to play someone on the autism spectrum who didn't have autism. Ugh. And critics... Uh, are one critic called it ableist minstrelry. Minstrelsy. I I, I think that's a typo. (laughs) Right? Because I would say it's ableist minstrelry, right? But they've written it ableist minstrelsy. M-I-N-S-T-E Hold on. M-I-N-S-T-R-A-L minstrel S-Y Minstrel C hey, you're, better, you're, you're definitely better going with like an ism or something Right? Min- yeah. Minstrel C it, I, I kind of seems... get what they're saying but it just doesn't work as well Doesn't scan no. as well mm. I, 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 Minstrel C to me is like you know when you buy a big packet of minstrels yeah, and you and you put it into a goldfish bowl? That's like minstrelsy to me. I thought it was going to be like, you, you line them up in front of a sort of like height board like in Usual Suspects. And you go, yeah. uh, Minstrel C, can you step forward, please? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the keys, you motherfucking yeah. cocksucker. Uh, say something about killing M&Ms. <laughs> go on. Uh. And, uh, yeah, if anyone's wondering, that was what they said in uh, Usual Suspects, yeah. Not that we can watch that film anymore. I've well, I've gone one step further and never watched it before. I, well, everyone, I suspect everyone you like is in it, but unfortunately now it's a Kevin Spacey movie. So, yeah, you know. I always suspected that's why I refused to watch it. It's also directed so. by uh, uh, what's his name? You know the guy who made all the X Men movies. Who is also a monster? You know who I'm talking about. Brian Singer? He directed... Brian Singer, exactly. He, you know, uh, people found out, only found out he was a monster while filming Bohemian Rhapsody because he yeah. stopped coming to work. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. weird, right? He's like, oh, I'm just not coming to work. That was um, the thing on my Facebook. <laughs> and then they're like, he's a monster. He's wasted our money. I think my uh, Facebook that popped up that I'd posted, like the memories thing, so I'd posted eight years ago, and it's still confusing to me, is that in... Superman in Perry White's office mm-hmm. behind him on the wall there's a picture a, of uh, Bill Cosby yeah close up picture of uh, Bill Cosby and I was yep. just like that's still 
odd to me, especially now, eight years later, when we're like, ooh, okay, we know a lot more about him now. Yeah, but yeah, I, I feel like ever since I've known you, that's been a, a something that's bothered you. Yeah, but I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd forgotten about it, and it was just to say it popped up going, hey, eight years ago you posted this, and I'm like, yeah, Dad, that's still weird. <laughs> it was weird back then, but it's even weirder now. <coughs> oh. Yeah, there's a thing. You know, this whole... Um, uh, oh, what do you call it? The thingy effect. You know how like people thought it was Berenstain bears, but it was no Berenstain bears, but it was Berenstain. No, the, I think it's the other way round, but yeah, yeah. But there's that thing. Yeah, somebody pointed yeah. out the other day that um, sherbet oh. dib dabs were sherbet dip dabs. Yep. What the fuck? Well, I mean, I always knew they were dip dabs no. because you dip them. I knew you dipped them, but I thought they were still called dib dabs. Well, no, because you dip them and dab them into the sherbet. That's why they're called dip-dabs. But I never thought it was a dip. Well, yeah, but it's not my fault you can't read. <laughs> I, was too busy, I was too busy eating them to read. <laughs> well, if anyone hears this, right, because yeah. we have almost like a dozen listeners to isolation yeah. casts generally. <laughs> Don't you love it when you go from 300 listeners to 12? <laughs> well, it really shows you're doing something wrong. Yeah. But no chance of getting any sponsorships. <laughs> well, you know, if we get back to a format, I think yeah. it'd be fine. But if, you know what I mean? But if we did, just in case we do, if you're buying anything online, go to the voucher thing and just put in APPC pod. And, eh, might work. <laughs> How it great won't. Would that be? It won't. But just keep trying it everywhere. You might just luck into one and get like a. I mean, people won't even fucking review us. So you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, the last they'll, they'll soon review, review us if they suddenly right? go, "Hey, I got twenty percent off of my can whatever." Go, yeah, we have some US reviews, right? Yeah, but like from a few years ago. Yeah, but the last UK review I think was Ryan, and it was ten years ago. <laughs> People just don't care. He's, but then also people don't use iTunes and that's where you review it. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Who, who, get, no one uses that shit. No. I don't use that shit. I use Downcast. I just use the podcast app on my phone, so I'm still using iTunes. Yeah. Have I still got a piece of jerky in here? I didn't know about it. No, I don't. It's, it's just a silica packet. It is just a silica packet, yeah. I put it where'd back get, in after I finished. Where'd you get your jerky from? Uh, the little Sainsbury's on Guild Street. Oh, what brand is it? Or Kings. I've st- I'm only Kings get- Veggie Jerky. Uh, I just get from the um, little. I think it's Aldi. Um, I don't only shop one in either of those. The places. only one they've got at the moment is the black bean one, and it's the other one that tastes better. But they've only ever got the black bean one, like bean flavored. Oh yeah, this is black bean as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true story. The other ones definitely better. Well, I wouldn't know because I didn't know there was two varieties. <laughs> well, well, I say at the moment there isn't because it's been weeks since I've seen the other one. So maybe everyone's went, oh, that one's shit. We just want the black bean one. And I'm the only one that likes the other one. <sighs> you know what else I've got, right? Just to feel like a king accidentally yeah. in the house. I'll probably find out it's not vegan now. But I've got a uh, uh, Coke Zero Vanilla. See, I remember back in the day, like, I think Coke Zero's all right. It's Diet Coke you can't have. I'm sure it's got mm. some, like, fish gelatin in it. But yeah. Coke Zero and, um, mm-hmm. like, and Dr. Pepper Zero, they're all fine. 
Now, here's the issue I've got lately with Doctor... I think I mentioned this before as well. Dr. Pepper Zero have changed their packaging. I've definitely mentioned this. Whereas now it's got, it's still got the, the purplish kind of dark red normal packaging for Dr. Pepper. Uh-huh. The back side of it is the white for Zero. But they're all on the shelf with the red one facing forward. So a quick mm-hmm. glance, you might go, oh, they haven't got any Dr. Pepper Zero. So that's annoying. So what we're saying is, yet again, you didn't read something that. Was no, but if you're here. just if you're just walking past and you have a quick, you get a quick glance up the aisle. You don't actually walk in the aisle. Oh no, they can't see any, and you keep walking on. If, no, you're, if you're in a hurry, you're saying, if you're in a hurry, you're not paying I'm attention. I'm always in a hurry. I'm always in a hurry. I've got things to not do. Exactly. In other places. You know how every week on this podcast I say that you've lost all kinds of effort. This is a, this is more proof that I'm right. <laughs> I would argue. You're just giving me wheelbarrows of proof from signs at your work. I would argue, but I can't be bothered. (laughs) To Dr. Pepper Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you got any of that. I suddenly got very sad. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Probably just because you were thinking about Dr. Pepper and just how misunderstood he is. I was staring at my Coke Zero vanilla and realised that it's not actually very nice and I wish I just had some cherry Pepsi Max like always. I've, I've got that sitting next to me just now. <sighs> right, we're cutting too much space into yeah, this podcast um, again. It's, we're already at two and a half hours, so I'm yeah. going to fuck off. Cool, because I need to go prep for... Oh, here's a thing, I, one other thing. Um, I made a mistake shopping the other day. I fancied some microwave popcorn. Yeah. And that can be fine. Um, mm-hmm. And I did think about salted. I did think about sweet. But they had one on the shelf that said sweet and salted. And I thought, I do like that combo. I'll have that. Mm-hmm. Do not buy microwave sweet and salty popcorn. The pleasure you get from sweet and salty popcorn in a bag is that it's some of them are sweet and some of them are salty. That obviously doesn't happen when you microwave it because the stuff's covering everything and you get this weird, horrible mix on each bit rather than there's some sweet ones, there's some salt ones and they mix together and it's a good level. Too much. I mean, I think I've said this to you every week as well, but if that's all you've got to worry about, I think you're doing all right. No, I'm saying I'm, it's not a big worry thing. I'm just <laughs> I'm just giving advice out there. For, don't just go, like I was walking past and I said, as you say, in too much of a hurry to do nothing. And I went, oh, that's a good idea, and grabbed it. Not a good idea. It was a very bad idea. I did not give it enough thought at the time, and I don't want anybody else falling into that trap. I'm I'm providing a public service. Well, while you're at it, I'll say, there's that fancy popcorn you get. I don't know who makes it. It's fancy. So it's probably like 30 pence more more expensive than normal brands. And they do like a peanut butter popcorn. Ooh. It's fucking awful. Oh dear. Oh well, it's I was like, I was I was intrigued for a second. It, but. it was like a peanut butter uh, dusting over the mm. popcorn, but the popcorn isn't crunchy. It becomes kind of soft. So it's soft popcorn with a soft du- a peanut dust. Oh well. And I must admit, it was very un- it was just very unappealing. That's disappointing yep 
<sighs> How's that for a fucking ending? That's more shocking than if you listen to the podcast that went up yesterday from uh, Valentine's, <laughs> which I called the Valentine's pod, which I quite like even though it's got nothing to do with Valentine's at any point. Literally, we talk about Jason Statham and we talk about uh, WandaVision and that is it. (laughs) And I believe at one point I talk about my sister's masturbating on the phone to me. Which obviously has never happened. I don't remember that. Oh, dear. Oh, I, I I can't think what it was. Oh, you were shaking a Mars milk drink. That's what it is. Okay. And you say, I'm shaking a Mars milk drink. And I went, and I say something to the effect of, thank God, I thought you were pleasuring yourself. I've had enough problems with my sisters in that. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> right. So, yeah, I'm going to fuck off uh, because, honestly, I think it's about nine o'clock. It is 9.30. So yeah, I think I'm going to lie in bed and watch an episode of The Avengers and go to bed because then I can uh, keep my body clock rocking at this whatever fuck it is because I start at work nowadays at nine in the morning. So I like to leave about half seven, which actually gets me there by 25 past eight, which is horribly early. Yeah. But it's better to be early and then have some time to warm up. Fair enough. You know well, what I mean? I'm going to go. Oop. Get some popcorn on the go, and then sit down and watch Weekend at Bernie's. Cool. Well, as I say, I want uh, I want to I want to review, and uh, even though this will be the last thing they hear, hopefully your review will be one of the first things you hear. Right. You know, because yeah. um, I don't want to leave it to the end because that seems silly. I wonder if I can do a face replacement on Weekend at Bernie's and put your face on everyone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> right, weekend, I'll speak to you weekend soon. Weekend at Dickies. It's the only I mean, time I'd allow anybody to call me Dick. I mean... It just works better than Richie's, I think. I mean, Richie's is terrible. But surely, surely, I think Ricky's is better than Dickie's, almost. Uh, yeah. Weekend at Ricky's. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I might be wrong. It's not names I would ever call anyone. I need a focus group. <laughs> the same gay in the 70s. Okay, it's fine. Oh. What was that? What? Oh, something, because you said, you know, no one would ever, you know, call you Rick or Dick or anything else. Yeah. I'm sure I was singing a song recently, you know, and you just make up words. Yeah. And I'm sure I was talking about the podcast and I said, I'm trying to think of the line. No, I can't figure it out. Though uh, I feel uh, it was uh, saying how we weren't a real podcast and then examples of why we weren't a real podcast (laughs) or like a real, a real talk show. Yeah. And I'm sure one of them was Ellen DeGeneres would never talk to Dick, (laughs) which, uh, which I I found funny at the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, obviously, we also know that she's possibly a monster. Yeah. So she won't talk to anyone. We don't want to talk to her. Evil. <laughs> we draw the line. That's my one rule. I will never appear on Ellen. Sorry. Me neither. I'm, I'm, sticking, I'm sticking my guns on that one. Oh, I don't even have any guns. <laughs> the fact that she's 66 years old as well, by the time we are famous at well, 70, I will, she'll I be dead. can't stand, again, she seems to be a monster, but I will say she's pretty well because she doesn't look 66. Well, yeah, Maybe being a monster yeah. keeps you young. Well, yeah, but I feel like she wasn't even... I don't feel like she was that young in Ellen, her TV, yeah. you know, the sitcom. And that was like the mid-90s. Yeah. Because the guy who worked in the library with her in that is now in Be Positive with Thomas Middleditch. And he is fucking old. Because <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to realise who that was. Because I'm like, why do I know this guy? Oh, but it's all these celebrity types. They share in children's blood or something. And it keeps them young. Yeah, so she's a celebrity <laughs> and he had one role before this role. Yeah. Yes. What do you reckon, though? What are the chances that Ellen was also a uh, Chuck Lorre production? I reckon it's quite high. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying that Be Positive is also a Chuck Lorre production. Yeah. So, like, he just had that guy in his roller deck. So, when uh, I haven't given him a roll in 20 years, let's say hi. Yeah, yeah let's throw him a bone. <laughs> uh, not do anything else. I know because I've not of, employed him. <laughs> yeah, has he died of diabetes yet? No, even though he's massively fat. I mean, honestly, he's probably our size, but he's famous. Yeah. Which makes him massively fun. Oh, I listened to an interview <laughs> with... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. But you know the guy that lost all the weight that was in um, Dogma and stuff? Oh, Ethan Supley. Yeah. And he yeah. was chatting with someone about how why he lost all the weight and all the things that were signs that he should lose weight. And it was all about uh-huh. the various pains over his body and things that he was experiencing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was an eye-opener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why? Because he's sitting there going, oh, yeah, my knees are fucked. And I'm sitting there going, well, my, even right now as we're talking, my right knee is in agony. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's definitely weight-related. Oh, and he's like, oh, and this, that, the next thing. I'm like, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a checklist of things. I'm like, right, okay, cool. Well, I mean, Ugh. do you listen to... Well, no, you obviously don't because you hadn't... You should download the American Glutton podcast, which is his podcast. Yeah. I mean, if if his chat made you go, oh, maybe I can... I mean, there's some very, nice, there's some very good episodes in there. American Glutton. And the main thing you seem to pick up from him is to download a macros counter rather than anything else. You know macros, right? That's yeah. the... Macros is, it counts your carbohydrates and your proteins and your fat for the day. And obviously one gram of carbohydrate is like four calories. And then one gram of protein is like four calories. And one gram of fat is like nine calories. So you work your fat out, you you work your calorie intake out literally by the weight of your food and not by counting calories, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just... Double click. I don't. Yeah, I'm just downloading a macro tracker right now. Mm. 
And um, yeah, I can't remember what one I used to use before I got bad. It'll be in my health. Oh, no, it's just called Macros, and it's got like uh, a bullseye. It's got an arrow going into a blue circle and then an orange circle and then a green circle. Um, but I always found it quite good. And yeah, you figure out uh, you figure out how many calories you should have a day, which is obviously 500 less than you burn, yeah. right? Because um, that's the easy way to do it. And then you play with your macros until they're at the uh, suitable levels. Mm. Looking at this, is this insane? This obviously hasn't been. Re- Let me have a look at my phone. Give me. One- I need to look at my watch. Sorry. No, I've burnt two thousand two hundred thirty-eight calories today. Yeah. Oh no, it's perfect. And um, my calories left for today because I haven't put anything in is two thousand two hundred seventy-five. Um. So yeah, I'm allowed sixty-three grams of fat a day, two hundred and thirteen grams of carbohydrate. And 214 grams of protein, definitely wrong. <laughs> um, it obviously hasn't been reset that's, in a long that's time. Like, that's like eating a child. Oh. I mean, that 214 grams of protein, that's very difficult. I mean, that's like that's like five protein shakes. That's like having the shits for a week. <laughs> in there, done that. Well, I might, I'm saying, it says I've burned 2,800 calories today and I don't think that's possible because I've barely moved. Well, I suppose, but like it thinks you've been up all day probably. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've been up since... Oh no. I've been up up since like 9 o'clock last night and then slept for a few. Uh, Okay, it's confusing. I'll figure it out. Yes. Anyway. Um... Have a look at that. Have a look at that podcast because it's good. Watch Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. What, what was it called? American Glutton. American Glutton. Cool. And uh, you'll you'll uh, you'll see it. He's uh, he's like doing a bicep curl with a burger, so it'll work out quite well for you. <laughs> you'll see. You'll you'll know exactly what it is. It's actually quite a nice little uh, picture of him. I did. Um, <laughs> oh. Look like the fifth thing on my thing is I'm half typed in American. It was like the fifth choice. Mm. There he is. Uh, I did see that picture he put on of him with like his shirt off and everything. Yeah, and yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah, and nipples are about his belly button. They've all yeah, extra thing. That's why I'm like, I'm never taking a picture of my shirt off. So. Well, no, but I think he just said that he wanted to get abs, and then he did, so he showed it off. And I say, you know, uh, Sarah Jessica, you know, like, like. When women get, uh, you know, older, they get saggy boobs. And so obviously fat people who lose weight. Yeah. Like, I have boobs. So if I lose weight, they've got to go somewhere. They're not just going to vanish. Yeah. You can't inflate a balloon and then t- let the bl- air out and expect it to look like before you start blowing it up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. What did I just do? Cancel. Mm. Oh, I tried to call you on FaceTime and it wouldn't let me because I obviously have no Wi-Fi. Right. I, right I'm, I'm fucking hanging up now. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to hang up so suddenly you don't even realise I've gone. Yeah, uh, he's gone. <laughs> Feel so alone. Hi. <laughs> hey, I'm Richard. Don't normally do this by myself. I have just watched Weekend at Bernie's and Weekend at Bernie's two. Um, one after the other. Here are my thoughts. 
Now, almost two o'clock in the morning, this is how I spend my time. First movie, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It hasn't been bigged up too much, I wouldn't say, because I said it's been... Weekend Bernie's keeps getting mentioned by Matt Gareth and tons of people listen to podcasts from. Um, they bring it up a lot. But it's never been like hyped up as much as being great, which is good, because it's not... Um, I mean, it's fine. It's fine 80s... I suppose, farce, farce comedy thing. Um, one thing I will say about it, not that funny for a comedy. Got a couple of little laughs out of it. Nothing major. Characters are all right. I mean, they set up pretty quickly that can, one's the, the series one, one's the kind of scumbag friend, and then obviously Bernie's a bigger scumbag. Mafia involvement, kill him off, blah, blah. I'm not going over the story of the thing, it's not that word. It goes on a fair clip. Love interest thing, fine. They handle that well enough, I suppose. Except, I mean, they are fairly creepy around about women. Especially um, Larry. Eh, not too problematic. That's one thing you can say about this movie. It's They're creepy 80s guys when it comes to women, but I've seen a lot worse in 80s movies. Um, the whole, they're going to kill them thing, the suicide... There's one other thing that they get bonus points for, and that he mentions how in the suicide note when I was going to get gender reassignment surgery and things, um, and it's his, the other one's his partner. So I think it was Larry who was going to get the assignment reassignment, and Richard was his his um, his partner. Yet yeah, no mention of the F word, which is surprising for an eighties sort of comedy. Bill and Ted couldn't do it twice; they managed to slip that in. So that was handled well, so that's bonus points for Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, it was fun. I don't know what I was expecting from the first one. I did like the bit um, on the beach with them washing up and then getting taken out of the tide and back in. That was very well done. Yeah, I would say a solid 6 out of 10, which is actually that's that's high. 5. 5 out of 10. Because... um, I want to speak about Weekend at Bernie's 2. First off, it's fairly obvious that... Well, it's so obvious because she's not there. Yeah, the love interest from the first one obviously did not... either did not want to be in the second one or they didn't like her. It's a shame because she wasn't that bad in the first one. I mean, none of them are bad. They all... They all do fine. Um, for Well, for what's asked of them, it's... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she's not there. But bear in mind, this is only supposed to be... What? Well, I mean, it's another weekend. So it's only like a week later. Um, his corpse is holding up pretty well. Uh, no rotting or anything. I did think that was going to be a plot point in the first one because of the whole heat wave at the start. And they mentioned, and kept saying, people saying... Uh, the teeth in. Kept saying, oh, hot enough for you. And I thought, ah... Oh, Rot's going to come into this because he's going to be stinking because he's a corpse. That never comes up once. Even in the second one, it's quite a while later on, never mention anything about smell or rotten bodies. Um, and yet again, they're in quite a hot... I mean, they're supposedly on sort of like tropical islandy type things, despite the fact in the first one you can see that the wind's blowing a gale um, <laughs> in the background. So it's probably... It wasn't cold, but it wasn't hot. Um, yeah, so no no bloating or again, 
bits fallen off, which is surprising. If this had been made nowadays, when he was first dumped on the beach while they had a party, Seagull would have definitely pecked an eye out. I'm sure that's what they would do nowadays. At least that's what he would do. Um, but yeah, so the second one, Love Interest is gone. Well, there's voodoo involved, which I thought was going to be much more problematic than it was, but it turned out not to be. Still problematic. That's the 80s. Um, oh, actually, it was 93, that one. Okay, so not the 80s. We can't blame the 80s for that one. Oof. Eh, what else going on with that one? Oh, yeah, Barry Bostwick turned up and then did very, very little. I was kind of excited to see old Bostwick there. And then he did nothing, really. Follow him about, spied on him. Kind of a waste, Bostwick. To lose a chicken and get a pigeon, and he dances about whenever there's music on. It was pretty stupid. Definitely a worse movie. Uh, but I'm not sure who to blame for that either. Uh, opening with a, an animated sequence, which is, I don't think, ever a good sign. They kept mentioning their dad's a doctor, and instead of using medicine to fix him from a voodoo curse, they just unvoodoo him with, again, now showing that the scumbag friend's a, a virgin. Well, who cares, really? Yeah, a couple of things that I know. I mean, this is just notes from going through the movie as well. Uh, there was a porn theatre at one point to try and find the chicken. Uh, the, the two, like, voodoo henchmen. Uh, one, crawling about in the floor of a porn cinema. Doesn't sound great to me. It was a lot cleaner than you'd expect it as well. But people sitting watching porn, eating popcorn. It's PG. Oh, there you go. But even then, there was a porn theatre in a PG. Um yeah, it's a very family-friendly version of what goes on in the porn theatre, I imagine. They managed to take a body in a suitcase on a plane. It's not real. Okay, it's a movie, nothing's real. And there's voodoo. <laughs> so my whole real argument, I've managed to deconstruct that myself right now. Windsurfing's very 80s, and yet it's in the 90s. I haven't heard about windsurfing for years. I've got a feeling that growing up watching TV, windsurfing used to pop up quite a lot. Yeah, nobody does that nowadays. Um, I would say... Weekend at Bernie's 2, I gave 5 to the first one. I'm going to drop all the way to a 3 for um, Weekend at Bernie's 2. I just found myself tuning out more and not caring as much. And it's not just because it's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. There was less to hold my interest. And my man is very easily distracted anyway. So a 5 for Weekend at Bernie's, a 3 for Weekend at Bernie's 2. And yeah, again, I will say, as for comedies, yeah, I don't think... I laughed out loud once. I find things funny, but I don't think I laughed. Well, I wasn't happy with the boat bit at the end where the crew's just... a bunch of women, like, in that very... Well, yeah, again, it's a 90s movie, not 80s, but it seemed a very stereotypical 80s thing of let's just have some models crew your ship. Anyway, I've gone back a step. Yeah, so, yeah. Five for Weekend at Bernie's, three for Weekend at Bernie's, two. Yeah, it's slightly harsh, but I'm going to stick with it. 3. 3.5. I didn't stick with it. Okay. I'm rambling. Goodbye.